Love what you hear? Be sure to check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash finish the fight for exclusive episodes, insights, and even our D&D adventure. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Spartan 117. Anyone hear me? Over. Isolate that signal. Master Chief, you mind telling me what you're doing on that ship? Sir, finishing this fight. Welcome back, everyone, to Finish the Fight, a Halo podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Reiners. And I'm your host, Alex Kendall. And today we have actually our first guest on the show. Very special guest. Very special guest. So introduce yourself. Who are you? This is Sergeant Major Averett Johnson. No. Hey, everybody. This is Halo Cannon, Ian Toa Freak, whatever you want to call me. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah, he it's great to be here. drove down to St. Louis. We got some brunch, and now we're here. We're having him on the show. I know people in the past have talked about they want some people within the Halo community to come on. So we thought, let's get let's get Ian on. Yeah, it's been a blast. I mean, we reached out to you a couple months ago. Yeah, something just, like that. Yeah, just to kind of touch base, see how things were going. We're like, let's try this. Let's figure it out. Yep. Let's do it. Yes. And here we are. <laughs> yeah, so I think the first question we have for you is, you know, with, with YouTube, that's where everyone knows you from. Like, how did that all get started? That is a long story. Which that's I what we're here for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so my... My start with YouTube, really, it goes back to the days of Bionicle. I couldn't tell you the exact year, but probably something like 2007, 2008, somewhere in there. Because I, mm-hmm. I know the first two Bionicle movies were out by then, but YouTube didn't start I, I, I remember so those <laughs> yeah. very fondly. Yeah. I'm, although I'm just remembering now, the third one came out in 2005, the same year YouTube came out. So, yeah, probably 06, 07, something like that. But I got started... With Bionicle music videos, which actually I started doing those before I knew about YouTube. Mm-hmm. So those I would just upload to anyone who was part of that community uh, to Majhost, uh, which is uh, was basically just an old file sharing site um, that you could put st- things down on. Yeah, it kind of started with like, yeah. a lot of like forum file share sites where yeah. you kind of throw old videos. Because mm-hmm. I know like yeah. with Rooster Teeth, they started a bunch with that. When yeah, they pretty much the same and, way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then YouTube came along, and I started uploading them to there. And, uh, you know, at the time, I was also an anime. So they're all but they're Bionicle videos set to, to Japanese songs. I love it. Yeah. Hell yeah. That sounds amazing. Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed it for a long time. Stopped that for a while, and then later on, uh, started getting into Machinima. Mm-hmm. And that was definitely after 2007, because we started with Halo 3. We did that with a bunch of friends. And we had two series, which you can still find on YouTube if you want to see how terrible they were. One was called <laughs> Somnium X Animus. So if you've ever heard of Deus Ex Machina, you can tell we were very heavily influenced mm-hmm. by that. And the other was called Crash Landing, which that one I'm a little more proud of, but it's still crappy voice acting. 
And that's where you start. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, like, like yeah. that's kind of the encouragement to everybody because I know mine are all in private, but I've got some some top quality stuff from like 06, 07 of just friends and I with a camera yeah. doing goofy videos. Oh, dude, yeah, like uh, back back in the MySpace days in middle school. I think you can still find it. It's uh, we we want to do our own version of Jackass, mm-hmm. and since we're from Atlanta, Illinois, we called it ATL Hellraisers. <laughs> it was it was you know. Just put two and two together, a name like that with a bunch of like thirteen year olds with a camera. Like everyone's got very start. cool kids. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Everyone starts somewhere, and it's usually horrible. Yeah. yeah. I, and I'm 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 just, I both regret that these are deleted, and I'm thankful they're deleted. Uh, me and my friend used to make music videos where we'd be badasses by wrapping our lower face in towels mm-hmm. and doing and, you know acting out disturbed <laughs> disturbed music. Uh, for and some then we reason, had another one like it was. A bunch of random uh, stuff going on, and it just we just recorded on a web on a crappy webcam. Oh yeah, why is it that for white males specifically, whenever middle school hits, you just all everyone does that. Yeah, you got to be some cool repping badass. Dude, we did that with Blink One Eighty Two videos. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we, we all got in our underwear and played uh, uh, "What's My Age" again. Like, mm-hmm. it, oh, it just, everyone just has to do it. Yeah. Like, so how'd that lead into Halo then? Yeah. Well, I mean, so that got, that got me into you, interested in YouTube. Mm-hmm. That got me familiar with it, uh, with the editing process. And then mm, roughly around the same time or a little later, that's when I started getting... I was always into the lore. The lore was kind mm-hmm. of my introduction to Halo because my parents were very... You're not. We're not allowed to have video games in this house. Not mm-hmm. for any um, your typical reasons. Or like, it's going to be a distraction. Sure, that makes sense. Bo- yeah. yeah, yeah. My dad's a D and D player, so he knows that he yeah. knows that's all. That's all <laughs> crap. That the it'll make you a murder or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's like it, it'll be a distraction. And to their credit, it was. We bought, we rented a PlayStation Two once for two weeks, and I did no schoolwork for those two weeks. Oh no. Yeah, but, it consumes you. Yes, it does. Although I'd also say in my defense, because when you get something that you never have, of course, you're going to play the crap out of it. Mm-hmm. Well, of course. I mean, especially because that's how we were. Uh, my parents rent like an N64. Yeah. And we, we'd, I'd bust that out. I'd pull in like Mario 64, Mario Kart and all those. And that's all you do. Because yeah. especially because you're finite time. You're yeah, like, exactly. I have to spend every hour I can on this because I'm not yeah. going to get it. Like, yeah, because I had friends who had like all the systems. So I'd, whenever we're, we're at the house, it's like, OK, let's play a game. I don't We're not doing anything else. We're playing video games. It's Ex- the only time I get to do this. Exactly. But so... Um, just after college, uh, I was really heavy into the lore, loved theor- theory crafting on the Bungie uh, forums and kind of started getting to Waypoint at that time because mm-hmm. that's when that was coming out. But, uh, you know, at the time, you- Halo Follower was the only guy, Halo guy, big Halo name on YouTube, at least that I knew of. And I think that most people knew of at the time. And anytime they would make lore videos, and this hasn't changed too much, they would get a lot of crap wrong. Mm-hmm. Which isn't necessarily bad, but I never felt like they made the effort to correct themselves. Or they were, I guess it was really just Chris at the time. He was completely ignorant that Halo wikis existed that he could fact check this on. Sure. Because I mean, like, look, I get stuff wrong still. Hidden Experience gets stuff wrong. Uh, they make any. We, we get, we get basically everything get wrong. wrong. Yeah. Get, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, it's fine to get stuff wrong, but make the effort to correct yourself. And I never got that sense from uh, from Halo followers. So eventually one day he makes some video about the Didact. It's like, big news, the Didact might come back. It's like, we knew this since before Halo 4 <laughs> was coming out. And, you know, and, you know, this was way before Halo 5 finally came out. But So I finally said, okay, that's it. I'm making my own channel. Mm-hmm. That's when Halo Cannon start. Well, started the first time with like Thursday War had just come out. Mm-hmm. Then Halo 4 came out and I abandoned it. And I came back like May 2013. Mm-hmm. May 2013 was like my official launch back with YouTube. 
Yeah, and and so bringing us to today to give you, you know, listeners a little bit of details on the channel. So you started up October eighth, twenty twelve. Mm-hmm. Uh, so been kind of running since then. As of recording today, which is November twenty fourth, twenty nineteen, you have twenty one million six hundred eighteen thousand nine hundred twenty five views. With a total of 704 videos, and I went through and counted them, <laughs> and 146K subs. So, you know, like you said, kind of going off of, hey, like, I think I could do this better. And I think it needs, that, you know, people need that. Yeah. People need that little, you know, intro into lore, intro into who are these Spartans? Who, you know, what are these books about? Yeah. What What is this game about? Who are these? So I, I, I think overall, I mean, that's super respectable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Teach us how to do that because we <laughs> we don't. I think you guys are doing a fantastic job. I, I love oh, your podcast. Thank you. I've thank only you. listened to thank a couple you. of them, sadly, in full, I should specify. But uh, that's something I'm looking to correct because uh, I love listening to them. Like, thank even, you. Even when thank it comes you. to stuff I know, it's just it's, – it's, it's fun. You guys have great presentations, so uh, – it just it's great it's fun to listen to presentation duct tape together falling apart <laughs> hey, what, hey, hey, yeah. doesn't matter what it's like behind the scenes what matters is how is how it appears to everyone else yeah and it's, and it's just a blast like yeah. we happen to somehow riff off each other and, and mm. not hate yeah. each other after this time so it's been it's been pretty good thus far mm. um, you know there's plenty of stuff that I terribly hate about Jesse which is ruining this entire relationship <laughs> <laughs> but it's stuck together with glue no yeah. uh, you know thank you for that I mean it's 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 been fun um, and it's just awesome to one, see how the communities keep growing and who can still put their foot in. Because, like, with us yeah. for a podcast, like, jumping in basically 10, 11 years late, um, you know, compared to uh, some of the other Halo podcasts that are out there, it's kind of... Episode 700 <laughs> at this point. Yeah. So, so yep. kind of jumping in late and doing a little bit of what they do, but doing our own spin and mm-hmm. kind of going in order. Uh, it's, it's been fun. And I think that's kind of, you know, for, for us, like, you in the YouTube world, like, that's mm-hmm. kind of how we see that same respect for It's just, like... I really, really enjoy a lot of the content that you're producing. I love kind of that cannon fodder of going in, like getting with the characters, seeing who's who. It's just like a nice BTS of stuff that you may overlook. Yeah. So so that being said, you know, we're talking, you know, we're kind of moving now. You're primarily for Halo. What are some of your favorite? I guess let's ask, what are some of your favorite and least favorite things going on with Halo at this time? That's a can of worms. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, Let's do it. (laughs) Oh. I mean, the biggest one would obviously be the TV show right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very much a mixed bag. It's like right before the most recent casting announcement and the official news that production had started, but like right before the most recent uh, news and uh, casting announcements and whatnot, it was like it was in a place where it was like, okay, I'm a little worried, but they said they're going to respect the lore, so you know, let's see how that goes. Mm-hmm. I don't want to make this about race at all. I don't really care all that much that uh, I can't remember the actor's name, but that basically Captain Keys is playing Keys, now. yeah. Mm-hmm. But what? What confuses me about this is just if that's if race bending is is an option, why are these other Spartans uh, that we are br- being brought in? Why aren't they just blue team? Why why aren't they ju- why don't they just make Fred black if, mm-hmm. if race bending is an option? Yeah, uh, I, I think using these familiar names rather than I don't know because because it, it can go both ways. Like obviously yeah. you want to see diversity in a cast, you want to mm-hmm. see that, but I think Halo still kind of already had that. In and yeah. of itself. Yeah. Granted, you're not seeing maybe like Johnson or any of those other yeah. kind of characters of color that are in the show itself. But like you said, like when when does pandering go too far? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's kind of like trying to you know skirt just, both sides. Yeah. And just even uh, 
like does he have does he have to be keys if uh in that in this case you know there are a lot of characters mm-hmm. that have that have not been identified uh vi- visually mm-hmm. um Roland Fremont a- uh Admiral Whitcomb certainly others um I know El- like Eld and uh Greenleaf on Twitter have both listed off like a bunch of na- like these big name characters in universe mm-hmm. that they it would be great to see, like the fact that we're getting Perengoski yeah. in this in this show. That excites me, mm-hmm. and the fact that she is played by an Indian woman. I don't give I don't give two craps, man. Like yeah. the Halo is set in the future where every like cultures and race have it's mixed all blended. So much. Yeah, it's it's post race. Mm-hmm. I think people have said it before. People are more worried about within that universe are worried about their ideologies, not what color their stupid skin is. Yeah. So Perengoski with a very Polish last name being played by an Indian woman. Totally fine. In fact, that's brilliant. It's brilliantly representative of the Halo universe. Yeah, and, and I think we've talked about that, kind of having the same kind of concerns of, of changing characters up. But for me, it, what's really going to boil down to is how the performance goes. Yeah. If, if they knock these characters at the park, whoever they are, I don't care. Yeah. As long as I can enjoy it and it still stays pretty true to the Halo universe of it, that's what you need. You don't need, like, for me, like a Fear the Walking Dead show. Which yeah. they just took the title, spun it off, and it's like, what if it happened before, but kind of during, and just let's <laughs> it was do like whatever. Two days before, yeah. and then they just put it in the present. Yeah, and it, and it, it's kind of like a, for me, that would be like a cash grab because like we're yeah. already like making a killing doing this. Let's just make a double killing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this, I don't know. I think it's been rocky because it was announced what 2013 the show is going to happen, yeah. and mm-hmm. now it's happening seven years later. It'll be eight years by the, when it actually comes out, because if I recall, it's supposed to be 2021. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Which and, and I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm really not going to like bag on that because when it was announced in 2013, for one thing, they had very different intentions for the show, but Xbox itself, this is what I yeah. always tell people. Xbox was, you know, they had the whole Xbox uh, TV division that got shut down 2014, I think. And I didn't that know would, that was a thing. Yeah. That was, and they wanted to have their own original content. They basically mm-hmm. wanted to be their own Netflix. And uh, then somebody else took over um, at my, like at the head of Microsoft and shut down that Xbox division. Mm-hmm. And was it Don Metric got pushed out? Phil Spencer came in. And basically, though, when they shut down, I guarantee you, I guarantee you that that just set the entire production behind. They, lo- they, lo- they had like some big television executive heading the Xbox TV division, which would automatically get you all these connections. And, mm-hmm. you know, obviously I don't know anything behind the scenes, but just I can imagine that that would set them back. When, and, and with that, I mean, because you're still kind of on an age in 2013 yeah. of doing this where special effects are, are very good at this time. Yeah. But now seeing them as they are today, I'm hoping a lot of that is implemented to get you more of that photorealism mm-hmm. to get a lot better in and obviously this mm-hmm. is part publicity stunt part huge marketing stunt that 343 yeah. and microsoft are doing because they have to push infinite halo 4 halo 5 and people are kind of on the downturn of it infinite people have got that excitement back yeah. so i think if infinite can pull it off and push it towards that show and that show does well that's kind of a reignition to kind of get the scarlet going to get xbox kind of back on top again so we'll we'll see yeah so with that being said, what, what are some of your favorite things going on right now? Like, what's some news you've gotten or just, just anything happening where you're just like, hell yes, I'm so glad to be a Halo fan? Oh, both the recent books, uh, Oblivion and Meridian Divide, both had me very excited because they're just, they're really good stories. Meridian Divide, had I was kind of iffy on the end, but it all de- that all depends on how the, how is it, uh, the final execution. Like the, the ending there is very controversial for good reason. I, I don't want to spoil it for any of your viewers. Or us. Uh, or hosts. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll spoil it for you guys. Uh, you can cut this part out. I'm fine out. with that. The gig, no. But 
it's all going to, you know, how well that's received in the long run depends entirely on what the next book does. Mm-hmm. It's something that could go horribly wrong. Um, it's like, that's like, oh, this is so YA and this doesn't belong in Halo. Or it's something that could be really good uh, if executed properly. We'll ultimately have to see. But I'm excited to see where that goes, because so far the author has been very good uh, with her treatment of the Halo universe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So who do you think is your favorite author right now in the Halo that's ever <laughs> written for Halo? Oh, God, put me on the spot. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay, you can give us top three if you, if you can't just pick on one. Or even, even, even taking that back, your top three books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your, yeah, your choice. Well, I can do a couple. Like, dev- If we're doing top three authors, mm-hmm. with no particular bias, uh, Troy Denning, Eric Nyland, and Greg Bear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They have written the stories that I that I enjoy the most. But that's not to knock. I'm going to do top four and just toss, toss Kelly Gay in there because I I couldn't I can't leave her out yeah. after Renegades. Renegades was so good. Yeah. Well, I think there's always a negative connotation with yeah. not including people because people think that the other authors are bad. Yeah, that's that's exactly like that, that. That was exactly my worry. It's like it's not to say anybody else is bad, but these one like these ones hit me the hardest. Yeah, they st- mm-hmm. they stick out for you. Yeah. yeah, but. As for top books, I would say definitely my favorite is Halo Evolutions. Mm-hmm. That contains the impossible life, impossible death of Preston J. Cole, which is my all-time favorite Halo story, hands down. And I just love the diversity of stories in there. Like, mm-hmm. that book is why, when it was announced, I was excited for Karen Travis to write for Halo. Unfortunately, it didn't go as well as I would have hoped. But her story in Evolutions, Human Weakness, is really damn good. Mm-hmm. It has a couple issues. Like, she suddenly, like Cortana somehow knows that James... That Colonel Ackerson is dead when she really shouldn't, mm-hmm. but it's like okay, I can overlook that small that small inconsistency because everything else that's happening here is really good, yeah. very insightful. Either way, Evolutions uh, wasn't that was like one of the first pet projects from three four three because they're doing all those anthologies because yeah, like, Legends came I think out. It was like one of their very first uh, mm-hmm. projects, public projects they did. Yeah, because then yeah, so like Legends came out. So I think one thing they wanted to do off the bat was like let's establish a bunch of more lore. Mm-hmm. That you haven't really gotten beyond what the f- the four or five books that Bungie put out. Yeah, with the at that games. time there were I think seven books: it Fall of Reach, The Flood, First Strike, Ghost of Onyx, Contact Harvest, and Cold Pro- So six books. Yeah, Cold Protocol. yeah. So and they, then they came out came out swinging because then Waypoint was yeah. coming out around that time too. Yeah, and they had a bunch of like behind the scenes stuff for that, and of course they mm-hmm. released Halo Legends through that, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, I mean, I mean, say what you will. I mean, I know everyone has their gripes with four and five on obviously the storytelling aspect because they kind of approached it as like, you guys know all the lore. You guys have read everything and have been following us. So on the other side of it where you're seeing like they do really well with that, like telling it in stories and bringing you, like you said, sucking you in and getting you to want to read these and getting you want to be a part of that universe. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think about everything going on with it? What very little we know with Infinite. What do you think? What do you think about that? Like, what do you think of even just the E3 trailer we got? I, well, saw, I saw your video breakdown, <laughs> but I didn't. I kind of watched some of it, and then I fell off. That's fine. Sorry. No, that's fine. I'll rewatch it. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, honestly, I am I'm cautiously optimistic, I, I suppose. Like, there's a lot with Infinite's direction that I do not care for. I don't like the... I'm one of the few that does not like the new Chief look. That's not to say it's a bad look. It like On its own, I could like it. But as someone who really enjoyed the Halo 4 specifically look, I don't really like what they... The, the, there's some subtle changes in Halo 5 to Chief's armor that I didn't necessarily enjoy. But mm-hmm. I liked that general art direction, and I'm not the, a big fan of some of the stuff they're doing with uh, Chief's armor design in Infinite. 
Especially, like, I wouldn't be so upset about it if they didn't keep trying to say, oh, we took inspiration from all over the Chiefs design. Like, no, it's the package armor with, you know, just thicker. Yeah, that, yeah. and maybe some nuanced from forward yeah. unto it's dawn. Like, yeah. like, that's about it. Yeah, that's that's it. And just, like, be upfront about that and I'll stop bitching. It, it's, <laughs> but, so, it's so bizarre, though, that they went to that for the armor. It's almost like they went full circle because Legends yeah. was, like, one of the first, you know, the first mm-hmm. visual representation they gave you of Chief, really. Yeah. And now, you know, to kind of, we're at the end of it right now. So let's go back and give you that Chief armor again. Yeah. I, I, I think for the most part, it's it's a remediation. It's like, okay, yeah. mm-hmm. we, we have to bring people back. Let's show an older set. Like, let's get people yeah. excited to be like, it's not some Halo 5 armor. Like, like mm. just forget that. Don't even pay attention that we yeah. did that. Let's take it back. You know, let's throw it in. Now... I, I, you know, the, the story trailer, like the attention to detail they did into it, I thought was amazing. Yeah, like don't get me wrong, the trailer overall is really de- is amazing. There's, like I said, the detail, the detail in there, and like, I, I have a tw- like a, a twenty two minute video breakdown, half of which is just talking about the the stuff in the HUD mm-hmm. that yeah. popped up. Everyone yeah. was like, oh, the HUD, there's all this cool stuff. And th- mm-hmm. this is one of the real visual representation. The real visual representations you get of the actual heft and brevity of Spartans. Oh, yeah. That's mm-hmm. what, that's another. Thing. I, I don't. I love when he just drops in and the whole pelican shakes. Yeah. yeah. Yes, that is the weight of Mjolnir. That is a half ton of armor. Yeah. Just mm. yeah. You're dropping a thousand pounds down. It's not just gonna like. Mm. Yeah. It, it's it's gonna show that it's gonna. Yeah. Move. It's like the same thing with Douglas's helmet in Halo Wars Two when uh, Atriox rips it off. You know, he crushes and it, it, and it, it, and the way it it falls like with such weight. Yeah. And gravi- gravitas. It's well, it's like something you don't expect, but at the end of the day, you deal. You do. Yeah. It's like you don't expect it, but the second it happens, like when his helmet drops, you're like, that absolutely makes sense. Yeah. Like, huh? And like the same with like the second there's any pressure on the helmet, all the the uh, visor or. Yeah. Uh, it shatters instantly instead of like bending into like little yeah. details like that. That I'd say, I don't know, 343 has given us some really good stuff overall where it's like, okay, I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, yeah, they worked with Blur. True. So, I mean, <laughs> it makes huge sense. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like, there, there's the Chief's armor, and um, I'm very concerned about what they're going to do with Cortana. Like, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't want us to go back to the status quo of Halo 1 through 3. I know a lot of people want that. But I'm really Not hoping. <laughs> no, I want the, I want this story arc to end. Yeah, I, I I think I think four and five were such a tease of just like oh she might be going rampant she is going rampant oh she now is an army <laughs> oh she runs all this stuff and it's like in my opinion the writing of Master Chief for five was so boring. He's like I gotta find her you know that's what I gotta do. Yeah. We'll, we'll look at it in contrast. It's like, yeah, the whole point of Halo 5 was him trying to fight in Cortana. But in Halo 3, Bungie was like, we want to make that a minor part of that overall game. They're like, that would have been a boring game. And then all of a sudden they're like, we're going to do that. No, I agree. I agree. Those are some of the worst parts when you have like Gravemind talking. You're like, can I just walk faster? <laughs> can, I, can I just go through this? So, so yeah, I, I, think, I think the story has come to a head where... If that does happen, whether it's Chief or Cortana or both die or something else happens to them and the story is carried on by others, I think there's a we're at a point where that can be okay. We've Mm. seen the Halo Wars. We've seen Spartan assaults and other things. We're getting more lore on different other Spartans and the books have come along and we're seeing, you know, all, all these other characters that are intertwined into it. 
that I think we can continue. Chief will probably never die. We'll see what that says in yeah. 2020. But I think the Cortana aspect of it, or push it even further, and now it is a full this side versus this side. It can be Covenant Humans versus Covenant Humans. Hmm. Like, like where it's a whole different ideology. So, I mean, it, it can, for me, I want either of those options. Yeah. Do you think, do you, do you believe the theory, I mean, it's really pushing for it, that current Cortana that has control of the mantle is like an evil fragment of Cortana? Because, you know, with that QR code that released. Well, that's basically confirmed. Uh, the comic Dominion Splinter from the anthology Tales from Slipspace, it, mm-hmm. it confirms that the rampant fragment she split off that's what became the Cortana mm-hmm. of Halo 5. Okay. So the Cortana you say goodbye to at the end of Halo 4, that's gone. That's the one, that is the one saving grace mm-hmm. for the lore right now is that, like, okay, Halo 4 isn't completely ruined. Yeah, like, at least real Cortana's gone. Yes. I don't know, do but you that's any- what concerns me with Infinite is, like, the, it feels like, and I hope I'm, I really hope I'm wrong, but it feels like they are gearing up to cure Cortana, yeah, which and which would, and essentially bring her back, and then we get more games with her, Alex. <laughs> I'm done. See, and, and that's that's uh, that is a huge concern because then it becomes that hero story arc of like at the end, it's or it's at the end of it, the rampancy is quote unquote cured, and then she dies being good Cortana or something like yeah, like I if she, saving if she's gonna die, stuff. I want her to die. I want her to die as evil Cortana. Yeah. Because it's because yeah. it's, that's a great story arc. I mean, that's kind of like Walter White story arc type yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Start off pretty good, get corrupted, and end, you know, evil, but like on your own terms, kind of thing. Like working with it, so anti-hero I, at the end, kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, it could kind of be that. Like we'll we'll see. I mean, it, obviously yeah. we'll see. But How else can we compare this to Breaking Bad? <laughs> <laughs> well, if we're lucky, Cortana will be uh, making so, will make, be making a little blue herself. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's. I don't know. I'm excited for it. It's it's one of the first Halo games in a while. Like five, honestly, I didn't really care when it launched. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'll play it. But it's not for me something that I was very excited about. And now with Infinite, and it's kind of that like strike three of yeah. like four and five. Like five still performed well. It still sold well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think for despite hard, what you might think, yeah, yeah despite what you read on Reddit or anywhere else, like it did well. Yeah. But as for hardcore fans, like this is kind of the third strike you're yes. out type deal of like you've you've given us these two. Sure, you've got Halo Wars and stuff, but that's not core. Like that's not what yeah. we want to see is appreciated, but there's going to be some definite issues with it. So I'm, you know, reserved excitement to see what we got going. And yeah. we're going to have to wait for gameplay. Yeah, like, that's like, the big thing is what how is this going to play? Yeah, I mean, they're saying that the, the trailer was rendered. In game, which is cool. I mean, that's awesome. You can have cutscenes that are rendered like that. We've seen that yep. in plenty of games. But whenever you get to take action of it, am I actually in that, or is it going to be downgraded just a little bit, like you see in most things? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I I'm excited, and I I know now with the podcast I can't do it. But you know, when I first got into Halo, with you know, I I went back and played all the games. So then a few years go by. And uh, that's when Halo 4 comes out in Halo 5. And what I always do is I always avoid, for the most part, watching any gameplay or anything like that. Now I can't because this podcast, we have to talk about it. So I am I am interested to see now that like it'll be the first time I'm not going into a Halo game blind like I did with Reach or 4 and 5. Because even mm-hmm. 5, everyone's like, it, like, that was everyone's first gripe was like the marketing was so off-putting. It's like I didn't watch a single 
thing. I watched that first uh, teaser trailer they released at E3, or E3 where yeah. he was uh, all robed out for yeah. some reason, whatever. <laughs> no one literally knows. People still to this day theorize that's part of Infinite now. People are trying to say, like, oh, that's part yeah, of Infinite. No. Like, he's going. Like, that's definitively, that was just, that's just. Uh, Chief on Sung Helios. That's what that yeah. is. That's, yeah, like it, it. That was just kind of showcasing that that's where we're yeah. going with this. Yeah. But yeah, so now this will be the first time where at least I'll know what I'm going into. So I'm I'm hoping it's going to be good. I, I have high hopes. I know when Alex and I watched, you know, we were sitting in the studio watching that E3. most recent E3 trailer yeah. and I just like freaked out. Like, so I, I'm I'm hopeful. Of course, like, and people hate the term, but you're like, optimistic but cautious but people are allowed to be yeah like well, I, I, with the game series it's been this long it's not like we're looking at like a different ip that's coming out or they're like hey they're kind of teasing it over kind of like when you threw um characters over into gears of war like it's 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 not like that type of deal it's like this is core that we've been waiting for for going on 20 years almost mm-hmm. yeah it's the same thing with like Star Wars. Like we're, it's almost yeah. like the same thing. That new Star Wars is coming out. We've had Baby two, Yoda. Yeah, <laughs> don't get me started. That, that'll be a whole different episode entirely. But no. So then we, you know, as well as like you have two of those most recent movies that are kind of you know touch and go, hit or miss with yep. who you're talking to. So now we have this third one. So and of course everyone's like, it looks good, but I'm cautious. So yeah. it's an odd time, I think, for like nerd culture in general right now like every everything's up and down yeah and and i think depending on where you view on the internet whether it's reddit other forums facebook instagram twitter whatever wherever you're getting your news you kind of bias it that way it's the same thing whenever um the new pokemon came out everyone's posting every detail about it but it just broke record sales being the most sold pokemon game of all time yep so did it yes shit it's the sorry within the first week it sold six million copies you're um, welcome, Nintendo. I helped with that. Yeah, I didn't yet. So, but yeah, just, it just goes to show kind of like this is one company that is truly listening to their fans, in my opinion, as we hopefully will see. I think mm. they've kind of taken that. And obviously, they're trying to push that with Reach coming out yep. again. We could play as Grunts, apparently. <laughs> we'll see. So, stuff that's like my that. my wet dream right there. Jesse just wants to be a Grunt. That's his entire, <laughs> that's why he's played this game for so long. <laughs> I just want to be a peon. Uh, so I want to take this back just a little bit, kind of yeah. um, back over to you and YouTube. So like some of my most watched stuff from you, when I start, first started watching your content, what I do with a lot of people, just go to like, most of you, what's the coolest thing you've got? And I love it, like diving into, you know, Spartan lore and kind of who these people are and breaking it down, like as we go from twos, threes, fours, things like that, I think it was awesome. And, you know, people don't know, you've got like all your history series of like, you know, the history of either different species, planets, things like that, um, your monthly recaps. Um, which definitely helps people to see what is actually going on in the universe, who are some cool creators, you know, what's actually going on in Halo. And then, like I said, Cannon Fodder, which I love, is just like like hearing about all these different characters with it. So mm-hmm. for you, like whenever you started to see some of your content go viral, like how'd you, how'd you react to that? Like how, how did you hit, hit, get hit with that? What, what'd you spend your first million on? <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know when I hit that. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, the first time... Uh, I'll tell you, the first time I got a check, like a, not a physical check, but a payment from YouTube was incredibly surreal. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't tell you what I spent it on. It probably went straight back into, into the apart- my apartment at the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, 
Because I was definitely living paycheck to paycheck back then. Still, still am, but less, <laughs> yeah. less paychecky. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Now I'm going broke because of buying too much nerch. nerch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's not just like bills. It's just like I have a spending yes. habit. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's always good. Like the first time, I I don't know what the first time I think anything anything of mine went viral in the community, but maybe the surviving Spartans. That was the first one that ever hit a million views. Mm-hmm. And uh, even to this day, I still see comments. Hey, black team's actually dead now. It's like, yes, I know. <laughs> Look, at the time that we 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 had just gotten a post from Catalog on Waypoint that said they were alive. I didn't know that we didn't know that they were going in time with the comics. So, yeah, yeah. Three, like, three, four, Catalog three suddenly was, jumped back a year in time. <laughs> three four three was like, how can we mess them up? We're going to tell them that Spartan. I mean, Black I knew. I know for a fact that at the time they were wa- they were watching my videos. So maybe, maybe someone was like that. How, how does that feel to know that you know the three four three pays attention to you and even invites you to like these events, like Output Dis- Discovery? Like, how does it's, that feel? Wouldn't that be isn't that awesome? It awesome is definitely a way to put it. Uh, it's it, there's a bit there's a level of anxiety there too, mm-hmm. just because and th- this has happened. Uh, for one thing, for one thing, I'm always worried that it'll it'll affect how I view things. Sure, it certain which it certainly does. That's human nature. I gave Halo Five a nine out of ten at launch. That should be all you need to know about my ability to <laughs> to, to ignore bias. Well, uh, it, it is tough. I mean, because yeah. when you're like working with someone, when you work in their properties, yeah. and you're like idolizing and looking up, but you also be like. I want to make sure that we're in good graces. Yes, you know, mm-hmm. subconsciously, maybe a little consciously, and and obviously because if you just trash someone, they'd yeah. be like, okay, we don't need that person. Yeah, exactly. So it's a, it's it's definitely a balancing act where it's like it it is on the bright side though it is it has encouraged me to be a lot more constructive mm-hmm. with uh, how I how I approach just anything related to Halo. Um, unfortunately, that has not bled over to other franchises. So, sure. uh, so, so like, yeah, like I, I can see that because like, like, like that kind of bias. Like, I remember saying with uh, the Dark Knight Rises came out, I was like, oh, this is the best one yet. And then I watched it when it came out on DVD. I was like, okay, wait a second, none of this makes sense. So, like, I can, I can see that, like, you know, having to like, like, you know, you yeah. love the Halo franchise, or you're like, I love this instantly, but then once you like replay it and take a step back, you're like. Actually, none of this makes sense. And then you do have yeah, three, basically. four, three. Like, it, it's always like I've seen some people, you know, in a situation like you, they're like, "How many bad things do I have to say about something I dislike before they stop talking to me or start yeah. watching my stuff?" Well, and I think there's there's the obviously definite divide of just pure blatant criticism against them and constructive criticism of like here's oh, yeah. here's what I didn't like but here's why I didn't like it not just like this game sucks one out of ten piece of garbage it's like yeah. here's the things that they changed or that didn't vibe with me mm-hmm. but overall like I appreciate the content or I think this needs to be changed I think because people want yeah. that like mm-hmm. they want to hear kind of what an audience wants they're creating a piece of art mm-hmm. that is that is playable by people and they want to know what went well what didn't yep I don't know, yeah, like, same with, like, you know, at the end of the day, anytime people say, well, Halo had the worst campaign, yeah, but it's had, or Halo 5 has had the worst campaign, but it's had, like, one of the most successful multiplayers ever, and the most active. Like. Well, if if you go back to pretty much every forum when one of the Halos came out, they had the worst campaign. Yeah, ever. Like, Halo 2? Sucked. Halo 3? Sucked. ODST? Sucked. Yeah, and oh Reach? My God, I re- perfect. I, Reach I, I, perfect. One of my favorite things I remember from when ODST was launching there, I don't remember the reviewer's name, um, which is probably for the best, because I don't want to call people sure. up, but he had gotten a free copy of ODST, 
and he was very much a PlayStation fanboy. And he's like, "This is this is Microsoft's plan. This is their big, you know, thing this year." And he's like, "This is such shit." And it's just <laughs> five minutes of ripping into ODST, which became and remains my favorite Halo game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and that was the thing which I love, which talked about if we lose Chief. Yep. It still does well without him. We had yes, ODST yeah. and Reach right after each other yeah. mm-hmm. that carried a franchise that mm-hmm. continued it on. I, well, I've had people tell me to this day, like, those are the two favorite ones, and it's not even on the main story. And I think that's fine, because mm-hmm. I think you can branch out. Like, let's look at it as, like, Star Wars. Like, some people are saying The Mandalorian is, like, their favorite thing they've seen since the original movies. Sure. Oh, yeah. And that's yeah. fine. Like, you can, you don't have to stay married to a main line, especially when... Every year, a universe like Halo grows, and it just branches out more and more. Yep. You can like a character more than Chief. You can like a different AI more than Cortana. Like, it's okay. Well, and, and you yep. have to figure, Chief was written around the time of, like, still having, like, badassery one-liners was super cool. And then when you made him a little more chatty and kind of moved him in, he's even written in the books with basically having no personality. He's a killing machine. Mm-hmm. And you start to see when you experience their Spartans, there's other Spartans that do have a personality, like Kurt, other ones that kind of went along and really drew you in by who they were. Mm-hmm. Yep. Whereas right now you kind of have what they call, you know, a cool like faceless cyborg that is kind of on this mission. It's had one mission, stop the covenant. Now it's to find Cortana. So like there's, there's, a, no really connection with it that mm. can tie you into that character like that pulls the heartstrings I guess you would say yeah, it, yeah. It, especially on the the level of the games itself like people don't also realize like there are a vast majority of people who still don't read the books or have maybe read the fall of reach or the flood but they they don't read anything within the past since especially since 343 came out because mm-hmm. it's hard to keep up they're <laughs> they're 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 you know putting stuff out all the time yeah I would want, you know, maybe another Legends or something like that, but that's just me. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, as someone who heavily invests in the books, yeah, it's a it's trouble keeping up. I still have, I'm still behind on te- technically three books right now, but uh, like two two reviews in the works, and then I need to go, you know, reread. Was it Last Light? Not Last Light. Um, Retribution and mm-hmm. uh, Legacy of Onyx, and like get reviews out for those. I felt so far behind. Yeah, yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, like with yeah. us, like you know, we have kind of two weeks between the content we do. Now, yeah. kind of a week, depending on what we put out. You know, we have to throw that on audiobook and just like start taking yep. notes as we go while we're at work, like doing mm-hmm. both things. Yeah, that's because kind of what I do these days. Like audiobooks <laughs> yeah. have been a godsend. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. one, you're you're kind of going through it, and you're getting the details as you go, and you can jot down notes. Because I'm I love to read, but I'm a slow reader. Yeah. Like, I'm reading the Dark Tower series right now, and that is taking oh, me forever. I, uh, <laughs> I know. Yeah. I, I wish you the best. I yeah. need to get that on audiobook, because I, I read that years ago, uh, and I need to reread it. Yeah. It's, it's I'm fit. just not good at reading in general. <laughs> hey, it happens. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, even it's like hard, especially because then you and I have to meet up and like go through our notes together and say, okay, what are we missing? Like, mm-hmm. So yeah, I can definitely see it's like, you're not just reading it. Like, because no one ever reads an entire book and then absorbs every ounce of information. Oh, yeah. You have to then figure out what part of this should I tell people? Well, because you and I do yeah. that in our, our podcast. Like when him and I are like talking behind the scenes, I'm like, there's this scene. He's like, what scene was that? And I was like, <laughs> oh, I was like chapter like four. And he's like, I completely forgot about that. Like we go back and forth because there's things that, like that you pick up as a reader that you right. remember a bit better and you absorb mm-hmm. that information. So we it's it's we fill each other's sandwiches in, you know, a little frozen <laughs> reference there. We um, just watched that yesterday. Uh, top top 10 movie of all time. Wait, frozen? Yes. Uh, whatever. Frozen's great. Frozen 2, boom. Can't wait. I hate right. Disney, but I can't wait. It. 
All right, moving on. Yeah, so 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 yeah, it's it's the books I think are some of for me some of the most important material that we're getting to and like I said with recording it, it's just tough at times because with so many books coming out yeah. and trying to keep up with it and trying to keep up with what we've going on in, you know, our, everybody's personal lives and your work mm-hmm. lives and doing this, it's it's a bear at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> how, how do you well, I guess like now things are dying down, but like at the height of your channel when everything was going on, like, yeah, how did you manage all that time? Because I assume like it's not, you know, only an hour or two to make a video. Oh, you got to yeah, write no. the script, I, record it, edit research, the video. I mean, yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah. I think the quickest I've ever made a video was in three hours. And I did that twice right before PAX a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just whip out these couple videos really quickly. But Yeah, just to have them yeah, uploaded. Like, like really low effort stuff that I could pump out over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, like, yeah, schedule releases. No. Um, What's the longest it's taken you to do a video? Made the the second you came up with it, research down to it being uploaded. Two years, and Two that was years? the original Fall of Reach video. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> so I'm kind of I'm kind of cheating with that because that was uh, <laughs> that was uh, what would you? I guess he that that was a forum post before it was a a video, mm-hmm. but okay. it essentially you know, it was just a bunch of community work brought together. And with my own spin on it, and it was never, it wasn't originally meant to be a video, but that was actually a secondary motivation for the channel was to get that out as a video. But mm-hmm. just to have this concise, like, reach time, military time of each event, sure. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I spent a couple of years, but uh, I spent like a year just putting that together on my own time, and then like it took like another year to get everything together because I didn't have record uh, proper re- recording equipment, so I was kind of. Like, if you ever go back to that original 2013 video, I think, yeah, 2013 video, uh, the Battle of Reach timeline, like, all that, all the video footage in there is taken from the, uh, what is it, the the HBO, the Halo.Bungie.org um, cinematics library. Oh, okay, <laughs> so okay. I had none of my own footage for, for any of that. That was oh, all okay. free resource, basically. Yeah. I still don't know the timeline of that between the book and the game. Well, watch like, my newest video. I, I saw that, <laughs> and I'm like, you know, that might be a reference for an upcoming video. There I was you like, go. you gotta watch that. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, with all the content you create, obviously you've, you've pumped out hundreds of videos over the years. Mm-hmm. What's been some of your most memorable content that you've created, or that you've been like, I am, a, I am proud of myself for creating that? Oof. I could say stuff I was proud of at the time and not necessarily proud of anymore. Like, yeah, the surviving, I mean, and, the and Surviving fine, Spartans yeah. video, I, I'm still kind of proud of that, but because uh, that was kind of one of the early, bigger projects where I started trying to get, do a, like my own effects and stuff, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which has come a lot further along, I'm happy to say. But yeah, that was a, that was a pretty good one. Uh, I remember one I'm very unproud of was the Forerunner timeline. <laughs> Is that the one where, like... You it, can't it, understand a word I'm saying. Oh, I have that on a, a lore playlist yeah. where it's like, the second I get to that video, you have to slow it down. Yeah. I did I did put in subtitles so you can read it. <laughs> just, you just have to be very, very quick about it. I mean, the subtitles, I think, are on screen long enough. It's just... Yeah, like my my video is nothing but mumbling, and then the then the, 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 this and the, the, the. did you did you edit that or were you reading that fast? I I ended up just I must have just been reading it fast. I I really can't tell you too much. I barely remember that video mm-hmm. until it was out. I think yeah. kind of like how drunk stage. were you? When you- <laughs> I, wish I, I wish I was. I think I was just in a, like a, a few state for a yeah. while while I was making that. 
You imagine like you know, someone walks by your room like, no, don't go in. <laughs> <laughs> He's on a different realm right now. Yeah, I remember watching. I, I mean, it's still a lot of good information. And yeah. even for as quick as you talk, it's like a 20-minute video, isn't it? Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> no, see, I, 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 I love those longer no, videos. No, I mean, yeah, not, not, not unfortunately because it's long. It's just, it should be a 30-minute video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 30, 35, but... Yeah. Is this, is that YouTube? I'll wait for the four-hour complete timeline of Halo. That'll be the one. All right. So do you have any plans on doing something like that? I've yeah, seen a actually, bunch of them, but it's only like the complete timeline in 10 minutes. And you're just no, like, like uh, what? Like, uh, if you've ever heard of uh, a Destiny tuber named My Name is Bife, he, w- he very recently, just in time for Shadowkeep, he made a four-hour, like four, four-and-a-half-hour comprehensive video of the entire Destiny timeline. I saw you tweeted from, about that. Yeah, from the like the time of the Traveler, or not from the time of the Traveler, from uh, um, as far back in history as the lore allowed at the time, mm-hmm. right up to the, the doors of, of Shadow. So Keep. Bungie in like and, 2007 or 8, that's when he, he's like, so yeah, that's when they wrote it, and we go from there. Well, no, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> like going back to like the, yeah. the history of the Hive. And yeah. The hive is, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to do that. That inspired, that really got me, because I, I think I was actually kind of in a funk at that point, and mm-hmm. watching and listening to that video, I was like, oh man, this, this makes me want to do something just like this. So have you and started it yet? No, I really need to because we're probably we're probably less than a year from Infinite. If mm-hmm. I were to guess, it's probably going to be an early November release. Yeah, it's depending on Scarlet and everything's yeah, dropping. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, like late October, early November. But so it's definitely something I need to get started on. But I really want to do that. It just big thing all the way from the precursors seeding the galaxy to essentially what would be the the end of Halo Five. Plus mm-hmm. change, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I don't think we're going to see any. I don't think we're going to see any coverage of the time between um, Halo Five and Halo Infinite yeah, until per- after Halo Infinite comes out. Yeah, see, so basically, just have to end right before anything we know with Infinite. Exactly. So, so hopefully, whatever they, whatever I have in this video, you know, Infinite <laughs> doesn't kind of screw it up <laughs> yeah. a little bit. No, I, I think that's great. I like. I, I love long form video. Mm-hmm. Uh, most yeah. of the channels I watch are usually hour-long videos, 30-minute videos. One, um, it just keeps my attention and keeps me something either in the background or to have. Yeah, so, that's like, really what I love about those. You can just keep them on in the background while I'm working. Yeah, and just and just have it going. And, like, you know, even passively, you're picking up all this info, which is oh, yeah. which is fantastic, you know, about games that you love or just like, oh, I never really knew that. Like, those type of things are great, and that's why I love creators like you, where I don't have to do it. Someone else can do it, and I can listen to it. Yeah, see, we, we don't really right research back at you. this stuff. We just tell people what we learn from your videos. Like, yeah, so we we did this research on our own, and by that, we just went and watched <laughs> his videos. Hey, anything's a resource. <laughs> so, so I know you know a lot in your head. Like, how much is it, like, can you pull from memory versus you have to go and double check, like, when you do a video, if you want to, like, put it on, like, a percentage um, rate? Or do you... At least 50-50, if not like 40 60 60 t- back towards research mm-hmm. yeah like, I, i'll remember the general thing or i'll mm-hmm. remember a bunch of things and then say okay is that real or not let me go check halo because i have a lot of memories of, of like lore for halo that i cannot verify mm-hmm. like i remember i remember hearing or reading somewhere that cat and carter from noble team were, were supposed to be survivors of an, of a blue team of a spartan three blue team but I cannot find a source for that to save yeah. my life. It could have been like you, then, you read it on a forum because yeah, someone it, said that, yeah. but it was bullshit. But like I could, I could swear I remember hearing that like from a developer source somewhere, but I haven't hmm. been able to find yeah, it. Yeah, and, and, and I remember there like all these old Bungie documents that have this lore that's just kind mm-hmm. of lost now, and it's like I'd love to talk about it, 
but I don't have a source. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. gone. It's always frustrating when like stuff is gone. Like yeah. a huge thing we do is we go to web.archive and I've been going through so many old uh, yeah, so much way back machine stuff. Yeah, like going through so much so many old bungee posts like <laughs> reading through there's like there's anything relevant here which surprisingly yeah. every one of those were very fruitful back in the day well and it's tough too because with wayback machine occasionally if a link doesn't agree with it it's like nah it's 404 like yep. we, we didn't have a backup at the time for it yeah we spent like what a half hour trying to find that some interview that had to do with halo wars and it was like, that hey, one, and then it was also pulling for the Halo strategy game, mm-hmm, trying yeah. to find we, anything on <laughs> we that. We couldn't find oh, any information. It's it's like two of those companies just don't exist. Like, yeah. They, they're not real. Yeah. What, what did you think of that game? The, stra- the interactive yeah. strategy game? Yeah. I love it. it it's, ve- I, I, it's probably my favorite Halo board game, just because it's unique. It's different. It's not a reskin of something that exists. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I wish aspects of it were canon. <laughs> Especially well, fun fact: Halo Halopedia did consider a canon for a little while because they had because uh, the, the Rip of Morami was considered the seventeenth arbiter, and then there's an arbiter in the interactive board game, so mm-hmm. that that had to mean that uh, that Thelvatum was the nineteenth arbiter. Uh, that's oh, all gone now. Mm. That's all gone now. Well, it, it does borrow some aspects oh, yeah, from the lore, but it's not like it's just playing off of that. Yeah, like there's some there's some hard. Like, I was recently transcribing stuff for Halopedia from that. There's some stuff that like hardcore breaks canon. Oh <laughs> it's yeah. Like, this, yeah, this just can't happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we talked about that a little bit and playing it. And, like we sat there and read through everything. Yeah. We're like, this is uh, this is interesting. Well, especially you having chief and then whatever potential arbiter that was yeah. in these certain scenarios. You're like. They they were never there. That could never possibly be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the scenarios is like on Jericho Seven, mm-hmm. which is like that was glass back in thirty in twenty five thirty five. Yeah. What are no, you doing canon. here? <laughs> no, it's canon. No, it's canon. They're they're back on the glass. You, you know I what? Guess so Alex and I had a different experience, but one one of these days we'll all get together and play it, and you can be kind of like the the DM for it. You sure. Can, you can tell us because yeah, definitely we talked about how there was like more of that like imagination aspect you should have thrown in it, oh, but yeah. we took it at face value as yeah. to what was given us. Played it. Played it directly as the instructions did, just to kind of get that experience. Yeah. If you play it on, you know, quote unquote normal or hard, uh-huh. the defender wins one hundred percent of the time. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> like there was there was no way an attacker could win. And and I think you have to think in that D and D mindset of like, yeah. let's play this out like a really cool battle. Let's kind of role play it a little bit because if you do just play it at face value, they're like, put the tokens on the map wherever you want. You literally <laughs> you know? just threw because because at first I'm like okay. I want a weapon. And Jesse's like, well, I want a weapon. <laughs> and I was like, you know, how about this? We just throw them in the air where they land is where they land. Yeah. Uh, that was always fun. And then also, according to the DVD, a Spartan with a rocket launcher uh, is Gets killed by a grunt. 4,000% of the time with a grunt with a plasma pistol. That happened every time. Obviously, that grunt was stolt. Exactly. It's exactly what it had to be. Dude, it was. It was. I think that was my favorite part of the experience. Yeah, that's my that's my favorite part too. Me getting super pissed off, We're like playing the DVD, and it's clearly like sniper four rounds into this grunt. Grunt's just like looking at you and just does that, and I'm like, Spartan died. Cool game. Thanks. I think that's appreciate like a that. Basic Slayer or something. That's like the one game I won. Yeah, you won that because I think of my like team of Spartans. I had three of them died to your one grunt. Yeah. I'm like, oh, cool. So you've also you've played uh, ground control and like fleet command, right? I think Almost. I've seen uh, yeah. <laughs> fleet battles, ground command. Yeah. But yes, 
So that's, that's why I don't do Halo YouTube videos on Canon. That's, <laughs> that's, why, that's why Jesse's been buying the wrong toys. He's <laughs> buying those Chinese knockoffs. <laughs> <laughs> so we haven't played that yet, but what did you think of those versus interactive strategy games? Oh, my God. I, I had been waiting for Halo Tabletop for years. Mm-hmm. I had wanted that... I, I, I used to play Warhammer 40K, so I, mm-hmm. I wanted that for Halo for years. And Fleet Battles and Ground Command, especially Ground Command was a dream come true on so many levels and the fact that Spartan Games went under I I when I got home the day Spartan Games went under I just sat in my room cuz like there there go there it goes that's it's over it's not happening again I don't believe it. which is I don't think it ever will happen again <laughs> I'm not going to lie and I'm going to sound like an idiot what it's Spartan Games uh, they were the guys that made Ground Command oh and, uh, okay, like, okay. How, how, how perfect is that partnership 343 and Spartan Games making uh, Ground okay. Command well I thought it was like battles. something within no yeah sorry no, that's the that was the producer of uh, those okay. games yeah and they went under and yeah that game's not cheap now we've looked it up it's not cheap <laughs> yeah uh, there's a great community for Fleet Battle specifically that's still like 3D print uh, custom ships they're still developing the game themselves it's beautiful to watch um, I'm less involved with Ground Command, so I'm not quite sure how active uh, they are, if they're still developing that on their own or not. But there's still both active communities for both of those. That's it, good, though. Built, yeah. There's there's not one for interactive strategy game, I can confirm. <laughs> unfortunately not. No. We, we tried to look. When you, uh, yeah, unfortunately, when you just have a static thing that you can't build on, it just it doesn't it doesn't really give you a community. Yeah. So have you played any like the fan made D and D style that they have? Not yet, but I've wanted to. I I did download Mythic and the, I think tabletop. Yeah. yeah. I haven't played. I've I've uh, I downloaded the instruction manual mm-hmm. for Mythic because I I want to run a game with that. It looks. So much fun. See, Alex is a good DM because the only tabletop game we've ever played was the Wendy's Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Alex yes. was good. Our friends weren't as fun. They're terrible. But Alex but, was a good DM, so I'm, I'm waiting DM. for the day we do a, a Halo one. I'm fine with it. We just need people. Yeah. yeah. We, I'm fine DMing because I love storytelling. Yep. But unfortunately, we are the only Halo fans we know in our group. <laughs> no, you know. Might have to do like a Discord a Discord group. I know a lot of people oh, do that. Oh, there we go. Was it like almost like a Skype session? Or basically, they're doing yeah, it basically, all? Yeah, basically, oh, okay. yeah. Uh, yeah, just have everyone have their own character sheet, and the DM would guide you through via Skype, or uh, they mm-hmm. might, uh, yeah, or yeah, you, like you can throw a camera up and show yeah. it, and kind of everyone has their sheets. Yeah, and ideally, DM keep... or like some kind of screen share where you can have your map and characters mm-hmm. move around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a dude. I think he's in England, and he's been running custom Dungeons and Dragons for like thirty or forty years, and he does it for people all over the world. You can jump into his world, and he builds these huge custom maps. And custom areas, and they just you Skype in, and you can see it all, and he'll move it, and it's pretty crazy. That's what I Holy want. Shit. Yeah. Yep. Meanwhile, we played a very dumbed down version. I was still confused ninety nine percent of the time. You had to explain everything. I did draw a, char- a picture of my character, though. You did. You did a great that was job. It, so, well, I mean, it's, it's it was your most of your guys' first time playing any type of like tabletop RPG like that. that was, yeah, and like understanding first. how things work and roles and all other stuff. Yeah, it was, that can, uh, it was that entertaining. Getting used to. Yeah, yeah. But needless to say, if I, I'd say recommend or I'd say check out that Wendy's one. It's pretty. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I'm not gonna lie. And if you have a printer that can print like a hundred pages of full color, yeah, that, that's your book. But yeah. So what? What other hobbies do you have just beyond like YouTubing? One. I know you've talked about, you know, Bionicle. Like, do you still mess around with Legos at all? 
Uh, very, very rarely. Um, like they're like the most. I did get the uh, the Overwatch sets and the mm-hmm. uh, the so Voltron. Cool. The Voltron set is so damn cool. Oh, uh, I I wanted the most last ex- the the most recent expensive set I got was yeah. the uh, the Stranger Things house. Oh, nice. So like you know it turns yeah. upside down. And that's my favorite thing about Lego is just uh, the, the 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 functionality. Mm-hmm. That's. And I re- I would love to get the Super Star, Star Destroyer, but I do not have seven hundred plus dollars to yeah. Oh, yeah. throw away, or just or a place to put that, or instead of seven hundred, spend eight hundred on the Millennium Falcon. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> we're good. No, yeah, it's it'd be such a fun build to do to do stuff like that, but Dude, it takes people like a month to build yeah. those things, it'd like at least it. and being like hunched. Cause like sometimes when I, Oh yeah, that's Legos, the absolute like, worst being uh, hunched over. Like the yeah. second you stand up, it's like everything pops and yeah. you're like, this doesn't feel natural. <laughs> All anymore. your boss is <laughs> like, what did you do to us? <laughs> yeah. That was pretty much uh, I had two days to build the infinity uh, mega blocks when that came out. And that's, mm. It's two days, two days after work of just sitting at the table. Yeah. <laughs> putting it together, leaning over. Yeah, it, it wears down after a while. Like, I've seen yeah. some people get, like, tables that are, like, at eye level almost. Like standing, oh, yeah. Almost like a standing desk yeah. type mm-hmm. thing where you're kind of up with it instead of going at it. Yeah. yeah. But oh. sometimes that's the fun of it. It's the not. pain that comes no. with it. It's like taking a <laughs> shot. It's like taking a shot of alcohol that burn. No, no, not not in the least. Mm, back problems. The, the back same problems, as drinking. The back problems show that you have earned. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you worked for that. Yeah, it's like me playing Overwatch. I don't realize I sit weird as hell to play this game, and then my left shoulder hurts the rest of the day. It's like, like what am I doing? What am I doing? Yeah. So if you woke up and tomorrow Halo doesn't exist. Your your channel's now gone. What other suicide is? <laughs> what other? No, I'm I'm just making up this. Yeah, no. What what other game series or even lore? Like what other sci-fi universe would you cover? What would that be your new bread and butter? Uh, there's a part of me that's tempted to say Destiny, but I don't know that I would be able to commit to that fully because I have such mixed feelings about it. Mm-hmm. It's like there's really good lore there, but the game is kind of. I keep sinking money into it, and yeah. I hate myself for it, and I don't <laughs> want to think about that. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'd go back to finally. Maybe I'd finally start up that Bionicle YouTube. YouTube. If you or, ever do, I will uh, be the first yeah, subscriber. I'll be your or, biggest uh, fan. I know. Back in the day, I really wanted to talk about Titanfall a lot. Mm-hmm. It's got some great lore. Uh, or I could jump back into Dragon Ball Z. That was one of my early like. Uh, lore communities that I really got into and theory crafting with that online. Yeah. It, it's so weird now that it's like, unless you're like one of those top guys, like top three or four, yeah. it's hard to really come in. Like I'm seeing yeah. some newer channels pop up like uh, installation zero zero and whatnot, but yeah. it's like, and they're, they're starting to grow, but you also see some other like lore channels that are like 20 subscribers and they've been at it for a few years. Yeah. Like it, it's hard to like, break into that once you have like those is, top so. guys like you being one of yeah. them like i guess what, what what kind of advice would you have if someone like i want to start a uh a halo youtube channel and, and like kind of like not compete with you but yeah. be up the ranks with you like are you gonna be like stay in your lane kid no i'll never <laughs> tell someone to stay in their lane but i will say um i mean like for one thing make sure that you're 100 passionate about mm-hmm. this thing um either and you either got to find a specific niche to fill in like covenant canon if you've ever heard it, I don't cover enough 
covenant lore in his opinion so he's like i'm gonna fill that niche in and it's mm-hmm. done well for him and he's got a yeah. very good format and it's kind of the same thing you yeah. did as well you said like you know originally like yeah. people aren't covering the lore and like really looking at these details so i'm gonna take that over exactly. and push yeah. harder like there was this mm-hmm. niche that needed to be filled it's either that or you got to be you got to leave yourself open to to more like if i could go back and do this again i might not name my channel halo canon because mm-hmm. god knows i would love to expand up gears of war that'd be the other another yeah one. Because I love the Gears books. I, that was the other reason I was excited for Karen Travis coming to Halo back in the day. Because, like, I love her Gears of War books. They're so well written. But, um, yeah, like, you either got to find that that perfect niche and make sure that you feel passionate enough about it that you're going to keep up with it. Or you have to be – you have to generalize yourself. Not necessarily, uh, like, in content straight off the bat, mm-hmm. but in, in, in branding. Mm-hmm. Like so that you have that opportunity to expand. Yeah, and you're correct because if if you continue onto this, because there's plenty of even streamers that you see yep. that like throw Hearthstone or whatever into their tag, and it's like oh, I don't play that anymore. I play yeah, this exactly. other thing, yeah, yeah. but I'm still HS or I'm still yeah. you know whatever I'm playing uh, because it expands and and grows with it because mm-hmm. you can kind of stay with one thing or you can be really good at this specific thing for a lot of stuff. Yeah. So you know I, I agree with that completely. Like if. If you're going to start YouTube and stuff like that, do it out of passion, not out of thinking you're going to make a career out of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's uh, definitely the biggest mistake you can ever make with, honestly, just life in general. Don't go in thinking you're, like, except for finding an actual job. Yeah, <laughs> except for your but, job. Yeah, <laughs> your actual job. But no, like going into something, especially that's something that's so unstable. I mean, just very recently with Kappa. Yeah. Ugh, but something that's so unstable, don't go in and think, I'm going to make this my career, I'm going to make this my job. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. If that heads up happening, awesome. Yeah, but it's the equivalent to being like, I'm going to be an actor in L.A., yes. I'm, I'm going to become a full-time musician. Like, like, pursue like, it, but understand the realistic re- limitations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's especially different with internet stuff, too, because you're using a platform that's not yours. Yep. You mm-hmm. know, it's the same thing. I think it happened with Etsy a little while ago as yep. well. They changed a lot of their policies, which changed how you could be seen, and be like, I lost my livelihood. Well, you're selling on someone else's site. Yep. You yeah. know, you're, you're just a shop there. It's as if you were like in a flea market and they said, your stall is closed down now. Yep. You know, it, you, you have to go with the passion that you're doing this. If you make a buck or two off of it, that's awesome. And if it does become something you do full time, I think that's amazing. I think that's really, really cool. But, you know, there's plenty of companies and the reason they've stuck around is they've adapted and evolved. Yep. We bring up Bruce Teeth a lot, but they're a company that started on their own brought stuff to YouTube, but it's always released on their site or DVD and has continued to run a site, mm-hmm. you know, that if YouTube went down, they're still going to be fine. Yeah. yeah. Well, just be in our situation where we get nothing from YouTube. So if they go down, we're still fine. No, we love people who listen to us <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> I meant financially. No, we, we, we still have, we still have people, you know, come to us on YouTube. So we do appreciate those, those people as well. But have you, have you ever considered starting a podcast? You have the voice for it. You're very articulate. <laughs> That's what I've heard. You don't That's, you I've don't heard, stumble on any words you say. Like I've just gotten lucky so far. If I ever say, <laughs> if I actually saved my outtakes, you should. <laughs> there are a lot. Reading from a script is way different, like, though. It always is. Yeah, that's true. Like yesterday, I realized I was calling a group of people the wrong the wrong term mm. in a review, and so I had to spend I timed it forty minutes re-recording the lines that had the that had the corrected term and then mm-hmm. reinserting them then I'd go back and make sure that the audio still lined up because I was like 90% of the way through the review when I realized oh that's not what they're called this is what they're called what have I done <laughs> yeah and it's the realization people don't know like behind the scenes stuff of like that video was great like you sounded so good it's like 
We cut a lot of it. Yes. We spent a lot of time moving words around. We don't oh, yes. know what we're doing. Yeah. That <laughs> sentence was just words we all copied and pasted in there. Mm-hmm. That was not a real we sentence. Deep, we deep faked ourselves. <laughs> well, who, well, you know, in a recording a while ago, who was that actor? I couldn't pronounce his, I couldn't say his name, and it wasn't a name that wasn't like, we were talking about District 9 and the main character of that, oh, the actor's yeah. name. I kept trying to read it, and my mouth just wouldn't say it. <laughs> and I was, like, screaming, and I finally said, we're not putting his name in there. Yeah, so. He would pause and say it, and say it, and say it with art recording. <laughs> like, Jesse, it's yeah. not that hard. That's like every time I want to pronounce an elite name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we've had that, too. <laughs> I think there's been a few episodes where it's just, like, we say what comes to mind. Yeah, like, this is it. This is it. Like, If I haven't heard it, that's what's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so it, I'm assuming it's not often, but... You know, like, I'm assuming, yeah, you're not really getting people calling you out much on, like, something they think is wrong or might be wrong. Because I'm assuming you do do a lot of research into it to be like, this is how it should be. This is how they're pronounced usually. Like, people people will call me out when I'm wrong, which I appreciate. mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. and I don't even know if I want to call refer to it as calling out because there's, there's sometimes some negative connotations with that particular term. Yeah. Where, like, the, the friendly, like, hey, by the way, like, um. And I know I'm going to mispronounce it now because this is how I pronounced it in the review and I was told I was wrong. Uh, Hokabe from, uh, what is it, uh, Halo Envoy. Uh, like, for, some of the first comments were, by the way, in the audio book, this is how his name's pronounced. Like, oh, mm. well, thank you. Yeah, I think everyone really appreciates, yeah. once again, constructive criticism of like, yeah. hey, this is what it's not like. Instead yeah. of like, yeah, that sucked. You can't, <laughs> you can't speak. And it's like... Cool. Anyway, we, we've had both. Like we had, I think yeah. some I, our very first episode, we talked about you know the meet the hosts. We talked about boss battles, and someone said, "Well, you missed profit of regret, but good job." I was like, "Okay, that's yeah, cool." When you talk off the cuff like that, you're just kind of going yeah. through. But yeah. nobody remembers profit of regret. No. <laughs> yeah. And then you have some people that were just like, "I've I found nothing of value to this episode," and we're just like, "Thank you." Yeah. <laughs> All right. Whatever. Why does this exist? <laughs> Come back in a few weeks, and maybe we'll find. Maybe like something that there'll be some value. So for you, you know, who are whether when you started your channel going up with it or even currently, like who are some YouTube channels that you currently admire or that you respect the work they do, whether it's in the Halo universe or outside of it or or finished by the Halo podcast. I mean, I definitely respect what you guys do. You guys, you just, you guys sound great. And uh, yet, like you said at the beginning, you guys have great energy together. So it comes off as an exciting, uh, just a fun listen. Thank you. Um, but no, uh, on the community, uh, even though I disagree with him heavily a lot of the time, mm-hmm. uh, always appreciate Hidden Xperia <laughs> and Late Night Gaming for that matter. Late Night Gaming, like he, he's even described it, his voice as ASMR and it's spot on. It's very much that, that yeah, soothing. It's very yeah. slow and kind of like yeah. you definitely tell he's like right on the mic. Like oh, his yeah, lips he, yeah. are dangling <laughs> on that mic. He's kissing it. He very much is. And the, he's... I don't remember it off the top of my head, but he's described the the whole process he goes through to get that specific sound. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, both he's of them. Like, Spearhead's always fun, especially with his uh, bionicle references. So I, I have a spiritual <laughs> connection to him in that way. <laughs> um, Insulation One popped mm-hmm. up. He's done some great content. I love how in depth everything is. That's mm-hmm. like that's the niche he filled it. He found to fill in, and it and I'm glad somebody did. Yeah, because people have asked me to do content like that, and like I just. I don't know if I'd have the passion to properly execute on that. So thank God for him to do that in my stead. Can you give it? I haven't seen any of their videos yet. Can you give an example of like, like uh, what he's, he's done? done? Like the the most. I think it's titled something along the lines of like the most complete 
uh, breakdown of Mjolnir armor or Mark IV armor or something like that. And he goes into the most minute details. Like he, it's, it's not this, but it's almost like reading directly off the Halopedia page mm-hmm. like for 20 minutes. But it's a lot more engaging than that. I don't want to yeah. make it sound like that's what he's doing. Sure. Yeah. But it's like if you like all the small technical details and stuff, then that's exactly what this is. And I personally love it. And he's found, he's found, he's found a good audience with that. Nice. Yeah. So, so what all do you like? And I'm sure I've seen you guys talk on Twitter and reference each other in videos. So it's like almost friendly disagreement. Yeah. Like what, what about you and Hidden for you? Like what, what are some disagreements you guys have? Like um, I like the Halo 4 elites. He does not. Oh. So, okay. so there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's, it's always weird that people think that. You can be friends with, like, if you're friends with someone, you have to agree on everything. You have to love everything. Oh, God, like, no. Yeah. 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 Alex and I, we are so different as much as, like, we do have, like, mm-hmm. a lot of mutual uh, interests. We have so many different interests, and we oh, go yeah. back and forth on that stuff all the time. It's friendly. It's not like we've gotten this weird, heated debate, but it's like, you know, we disagree about a lot, and yeah. sometimes people can't believe it. Like, so wait. He likes that, but you don't. It's well, like, uh, yeah. I think especially with the internet stuff, people think things are just black and white. Mm-hmm. You know, they think like you have to like this, you have to like that, otherwise you can't do whatever you want. And also realize that most people at the top for whatever they're doing, they know the other people that are not quote unquote competition. That's kind of what people want to think it is, but you're all just making content. Like that's kind of what it is. Mm-hmm. That's Basically, how you, yeah. That's how you have to treat it. I mean, with me and Photo World, like I have plenty of people that much better than I, but it's less of the competition and more of like, let's keep creating content yep. let's get the job done let's make money like plenty of those things mm-hmm. so yeah so I, I think it's great i know jesse's terrible at video games he's probably one of the worst people i've ever seen Pro- <laughs> probably ever play anything um except for transformers um i was okay at that you've never seen Transformers. i'll show you transformers sometime. i'm okay no i'll show you believe me i'm okay <laughs> uh no it's 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 great like i i think having a positive community and, and just having people create awesome work I mean, that's what we're all here for is just passion, loving what we do, sharing what we do, and just getting some cool feedback out of it. Yeah. I don't know. Is there anyone, and you have to drop names, that you really like butted heads with in this community where someone's just like, I don't like this guy? And you were just like, why? What did I do? And they're like, I don't like you. <laughs> uh, possibly. I'm sure. Possibly. I'm sure. I'm sure that that's happened. I just, I, I have a terrible memory, believe it or not. <laughs> Probably someone that like comments on all your videos, like yeah, trying to get your attention. There's at least one person like that. I, um, again, well, like I said, I won't, I won't name names, but. How do you, how do you handle that? Uh, usually I just laugh it off these days. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, like, I haven't, the only time uh, anything like that would get to me these days would be if it comes from, comes from somebody that I actually like or respect mm-hmm. in some manner. Like if, mm-hmm. if, uh, there was a recent incident on like Twitter where some artist uh, I really appreciated turned out to be kind of a kind of a dick, mm-hmm. and or at least I had thought he was, and I think he actually ended up being trolling. But like for those five minutes where I didn't realize he was trolling, it's like, still, oh, I man, mean, I love your work, but God, what you're kind of a dick. That sucks. <laughs> it's always, especially, it's like hard to see sarcasm on the internet. Oh yeah, it very it's much. It's so is. hard, like it's and you can't always gauge it and sometimes you you think it's sarcasm so you kind of joke back and they're just like what the hell i'm not joking yeah. you're just like, yeah. oh. Cause yeah, it's it's like could... oh i hope that's sarcasm man <laughs> yeah because it boils down to people you know like obviously if you know people's style like that then you can kind of do it but 
social cues that are in real life and social cues on the internet are totally different. So it's oh yeah, it's definitely tough to kind of convert those. Yeah, like Especially. apparently putting a period after at the end of your sentence means you're angry or yeah. something like that. And I just I just learned about that about that like a few weeks ago. I was like, what? Yeah, it's it's so. I'm just I'm just, I'm just up for proper yeah, I'm just proper punctuation. That's just, that's just how I do it. Yeah, you're just saying yep, but you're saying it in a normal tone. You're not yeah. saying yep with an explanation point, which I've learned especially. I, I've noticed that too. It's like I have to put an explanation point here, or I'm I'm just coming off like kind of like short. Oh, yeah, yeah, otherwise you're, you're just like yep. it's like you're meh. Yep. yeah, as, as like yep. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and, and then occasionally you throw a question mark in there just so there was yep. like wait what they're like wait what's confusing about this like, I, don't, I don't know you tell me you're the one confused <laughs> I don't know it, Twitter Twitter is also always an interesting place like with the people we follow they're you know there's always debates going on. Like yeah. I've, I've seen that a lot, especially like you put halo two a is too faithful. And I automatically <laughs> saw the comments come yeah. and I was like, not going to read this. Don't like he has his opinion and that's fine. I just scrolled past yeah, it. You should have seen the response. The, 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 I think I quote tweeted, um, Harspice. Oh no. I think I, I don't remember now. It's no. Yeah. I quote, I quote tweeted Unicracken who said halo belong or sprint belongs in halo. And I think he was quote tweeting Horaspis, who uh, or he was quoting someone that had basically uh, shat on Halo 3's uh, story. <laughs> I, say, I say shat on, not actually, but you know, like in the start of an argument in four words, exactly they kind of mm-hmm. shat on. So it, I don't know. It's always so crazy. It's like sometimes I people can disagree and they can talk about it for a while and then they can move on. But sometimes people just want to drag it out. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's just so bizarre to me. And I think a lot of people also don't realize that you can just block people. Like, that's a beautiful thing about 2019. <laughs> yes. You can just block them. Like, uh, uh, CM Punk, a, a you know, wrestler, had had said, like, literally, and he, like, that's what he does. He just blocks people. He says, I don't. I don't entertain that. He says, I block them. I move on from my day. And it's fine if you like friendly debate, but, you know, especially Twitter is such a bizarre platform when you see that stuff. Because there are people that go, I think that's the biggest platform to go to just start heat. It's so bizarre. Start heat. Start heat. I don't know. Start heat. What the hell is that? I was going to say something Guess what? I'm hitting up to 350 degrees. (laughs) I'm going to bake you a cake. I'm going to start this heat now. <laughs> I was going to say start shit, and then I was like, I shouldn't say that. And then I yeah. <laughs> no, just did. So that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. All right, we're getting removed from YouTube. Neat. <laughs> Thanks. This content's for kids. So something I've been wanting to ask you about is you recently did that video talking about, uh, you know, queer representation within Halo. Oh, yeah. Which, which, by the way, kudos to you for that. Like, very much so. I think, you know, we're talking about people just taking stuff at face value when you start oh, yeah, shit. Like, so. <laughs> that is definitely a situation where they saw the title and didn't go any further. Yeah. I, I watched the whole video, and the first thing you said in there was, this is not me trying to push an agenda. This is me just talking about what is in a universe that mm-hmm. you are a fan of. So yeah. this shouldn't be a surprise. And it was just, I don't know. That That's a perfect example of, like... You made a good video. It was fine. You were not pushing an agenda, as you said, but people still were just mad about it for no reason. They're <laughs> like, I'm just going to just put a dislike on this and comment that he's, you know, yeah. being overly biased or whatnot or a social warrior or anything like that. Like, it's so odd. That video earned me my my first death threat. Oh, my really? God. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So I'm proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. when you know you're doing good. Yep, exactly. There's a there's an old uh, 
wrestler promoter who who frames all of his uh, handwritten death oh, threats, nice. threats <laughs> on his wall, like in his like little man cave. I aspire to that sort of infinite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just be like, yeah, like uh, here's some death threats I have. These are my, these are my favorite ones over there. <laughs> yeah. Like, because I was watching something. That's what he's saying. It's like this one's really funny. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like as I said, like especially like YouTube is weird, but it's like always changing as to like what you should or shouldn't talk about mm. and how much of that, like how much have you had to have adapted over the years from when you first started to kind of keep up with like everything that's changing surprisingly very little just I, and i think that's just a, a blessing of the the nature of the content that i do mm-hmm. a lot of it's very benign it's not all that controversial mm-hmm. with the rare exception so i i've just been i've been very lucky in that regard you not have to do too much clickbait. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a clickbait video yeah. from you where it's like... At least not intent. I think the closest I ever came to clickbait, in my opinion, was... Uh, it was one of those three-hour videos I told you about earlier. It's, uh, was Master Chief ever really the last Spartan or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just this fun little, like, you know, this he wasn't actually, but there's this cool little, like, mark. here's how he actually kind of was. And, they marketed him as yeah. such. And there were, like, these funny marketing coincidences where, like, Literally only Halo, at least from the the material I was able to find, Halo CE and Halo 3 directly referred to him as the last Spartan. Mm -hmm. Halo 2, as far as I was able to find, I'm sure it's somewhere, but in a lot of the main stuff, never calls him the last Spartan. Mm -hmm. And it's just funny because at the time... He wasn't thought of as the last Spartan, or they like in universe they knew he wasn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then by the time of Halo, but at the time of Halo CE and uh, Halo Three, they thought he was. Yeah. Well, th- it's so weird that they knew that there were other Spartans alive in the book, yeah. but it's like they would say that stuff to promote him just for like yeah. the game, like at that surface level. Yeah. But then anytime you read, you know, a few of the books, you're like people are alive actually. Like what? Yeah. Like, why would they do that? But I think it's easier than being like. Master Chief, formerly the last Spartan. (laughs) But you have to read the book to understand that. (laughs) Yeah, and and CE makes sense with it, obviously. Because also, if you're thinking this is a one-off game, if you're thinking this is what it is, he's the last Spartan. They were kind of super soldiers, Mm cyborginess, if you want to say that. And it makes sense. Like with Halo 3, when you're like, ooh, we've already been talking about that a little bit in the books and the comics and everything else that's come with it. Uh, He's not, but sure. They could have pulled a Halo 5 and Blue Team just could have been in Halo 3. And everyone would have been like, who? What? Dude, people, were, people were clamoring for that as soon as, as early as Halo 2. Like, mm-hmm. they, you could go back to halo.bungie.org and there's like a 2004 interview with Joe Staten, I believe it is, uh, where people are asking, hey, is Blue Team going to be in this? And he's like, we acknowledge that, but we're not going to be looking at it this time. And, yeah. Uh, or always like, we can't confirm or deny that. Yeah, pretty time. much. We can't talk about that. That's what I love reading through those old interviews where yeah. it's like, I forgot, I I read one interview with Brian Gerard, I think two, 2008 era. And I forgot what, but the guy interviewing him, and I can't even remember the website, was pestering him hard for Ugh. shit, like, for just basically spoilers, and he was just like, no, I can't talk about that at this time, <laughs> and he's like, come on, you can't give me anything, and he's just like, no. Yeah, <laughs> no, I can't at all. He's like, we just have a trailer out, you really think I'm going to talk about the main characters of the ending of yeah. the game? Like. I don't know. I mean... Yeah, he's no Tom Holland. No. (laughs) Sadly, we tried to grill him for for, for, uh, infinite clues down in Orlando, but he's... uh... He's, he's, he's tight-lipped about that. Mm-hmm. How was that, hanging out with him for the day? That was uh, that was a lot of fun. Um, him uh, and a bunch of other folk that were either working on uh, Outpost Discovery or uh, just the community facing... Like, we got to meet John Unishek, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Megan, whose last name I can't remember, she, like... 
she was very big in handling all the panels and uh, community aspects of Outpost Discovery. Like, just a lot of cool people. Um, James, uh, I'm forgetting his last name, but uh, he runs the, well, I think he runs the Halo Gear Twitter. Uh, James Monosmith, that's the guy. Uh, yeah, met him uh, and just hanging out with these people and talking Halo, other stuff. It was Oh, God. Plus all the community members that uh, mm-hmm. they got invited down there, too. Uh, Late Night Gaming. Is it For- Forge Labs? For- yeah, Sean from Forge Labs. And, of course, the big man himself, Green Skull. Green Skull. Mm-hmm. I've I, I seen him on Twitter. So what does he do? I don't pay attention to a lot of people. Um, well, he really – he was he was kind of a, a Halo YouTuber in the early days. He exploded uh-huh. around the time of Halo 4. There's actually a good image of him and Ninja at 343 back in, like, 2011 that you can dig up. So, or, or is it both like he's got the green hair and then no, got the blue? No, they, they, they oh. both had natural hair back then. Oh. Did you say kids blue it? hair for like eight years? <laughs> he does. I don't he, know. I'll tell you, actually, when we were down in Orlando, like one of the last days, a lady came up, like middle-aged woman came up to him and said, are you a ninja? Like <laughs> people like, joke about that all the time, but that that happened, that legit happened. He should have been like, yeah, bro. And well, That's what we told him. We're like, thing. dude, just, you should have just like yeah. taken full advantage and like. You'd be like, yeah, twenty Kill bucks. Ninja's image. Twenty bucks for a picture, and she was like, okay. Yeah, she it, probably would have. Yeah, but. I, I remember seeing late night gaming's video about uh, outposts, and I think the coolest thing I got from that was he talked about how you were just pulling so many facts from <laughs> stuff out of your head, and I think that's always really, really cool to see. Just like he's like, yeah, we we're looking at this flood form. And then, like Ian just starts talking to me about stuff, and then like we were over here, and Ian just starts telling me the <laughs> stuff. Like, I was geeking out hardcore the th- whole time. That's that's cool though, because I mean, like, it's always fun to, especially if like you hang out with a group of friends who care about that. Mm-hmm. It's cool to be able to tell them that, so they'd be like, "Oh, I didn't know that." Like to be the life of that party, like it's always cool. Yeah. Like, is, is that stuff like that just comes naturally, or is it like years and years of doing YouTube that it's just kind of like embedded in your head, kind of stuff? I, I, probably a mix of both. I, I would think. I mean, like, just when I'm in, when I'm in, I guess you could like a, a group of people when I'm with a group of people that I feel comfortable around that I know share an interest. Like, yeah, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll hardcore geek mm-hmm. out about yeah. that. Um, but like that, YouTube has definitely helped me articulate more, communicate more. Mm-hmm. It's because it's something you have to you have to get used to over time. Like you go back and watch one of my early videos. Like I love to go back and cringe at those. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's like I remember one of my favorites was I remember uh, waking up. It was right after episode three or four of Forward Unto Dawn had come out, and it was like six in the morning. I like I had just finished writing up a script and I was going to go record it. And as I'm recording, I feel like all this passion and emotion mm-hmm. as I'm talking. Then I go back and listen to it. It's like, this is Halo's live action. <laughs> it's like, it's so monotone. It's like, how? How is that me? That yeah. is not what I heard when I was recording. Yeah. yeah. And you have, you have to get used to that personality you create with it. Yeah. I remember the same thing. When I started doing gaming YouTube, like 2012, 2013, like I never published any of it, but I had so many game recordings of me playing yeah. games. And I sound like an idiot. Because I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I've heard other YouTubers do this, so I'm going to do it. And it's just like, yeah, I did that. Wow. That was really cool. A, yeah. ASMR. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. that's incredible. Because you don't realize like, how loud people actually are yeah, until yeah. you start pushing your voice and you yeah, actually you have, have to, to feel do like it. You have to, like, I've, I've told people that have asked me about it, like, you, have, you basically have to overact mm-hmm. uh, to, get that, to get that across. And then eventually it just becomes natural. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, at this point, I don't have to force it. But when I like, really started taking note of it, it's like, okay, 
how how do I overemphasize this and mm-hmm. how to, but in, not in a way that sounds like campy or cheap. Yeah, and like so, goofy. Be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think the first time I ever decided this, like, welcome back, Canaanites, was so awkward. <laughs> and yeah. now it's like, but when going back to our post discovery, I had people coming up and say, "Hey, can you say the can you say the catchphrase? Can you say it?" And then you're just yeah. like, "No, welcome back, Canaanites. <laughs> I'm hanging out with this douchebag." <laughs> well, no, and you and you realize because you are creating a persona. Like I, I told mm-hmm. Jesse that kind of early on when we were starting this. I'm like, we're ourselves, but we're you know. A level up of what we actually yes. are in person. Yeah, you just have to turn to eleven. Yeah, you turn it to eleven. Like you know, we have. You don't realize it. Like you say dumb stuff or things pop up, and like our Discord is taken to it, or fans take to mm-hmm. a certain aspect of it. Yep. Like we created a religion on accident, and it's been <laughs> yeah. fantastic. Like yeah. so uh, on Longshore on Halo Three, mm-hmm. uh, it's level with Frank, like Frank Shack. <laughs> yes. So I just started doing it because I was like kind of losing interest in what we were doing and like, I started praising this whale and I would go over and just like praise kiss, kiss the whale I'd kiss the whale and I'd praise the whale because we're playing zombies and I'm like uh. I'm not going to die praise the whale <laughs> and that became a whole thing and now that's like a whole religion it's just, like stuff like that just pops up and it just yeah. occurs naturally over time like you said mm-hmm. like it feels awkward when you're doing a certain thing or like when you're saying a phrase but people latch onto that and yeah. that's what kind of creates the community around it yeah we've been recently talking about we're going to call our fans FTFers it's awkward I, at I first. I have never said that. It's awkward at first. No, but we're going to stick with it. I have. It's been decided. Never <laughs> once said that. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But no. yeah. But no. But no. Yeah. Like that. That idea. Call of them finishers. Finishers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, finishers. We're here. <laughs> I'm going to be finishing this weekend. <laughs> oh man. But no, there is that idea that stuff comes like you, not gimmicks, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit you know when I told you that there's always that point in recording where one thing don't is said don't follow finishers with it comes <laughs> just it. Yeah. so something appears within your your kind of com- it culminates together like yeah, it just kind of weirdly culminates out of nothing yeah and especially almost every episode we put out I say something extremely silly or stupid mm-hmm and then instantly it's in Discord. And instantly it's like the new thing in Discord like <laughs> those two weeks. Like, it, I want to take that, that back to you as well because we have a, you know, a minor audience that we love and that's growing with like microcosm of celebrity among it. I don't want to say celebrity, but like a heightened thing above the crowd. Yeah. Like how, how have you handled that thus far of like having these fans that know your persona and know these things? Like you said, like, hey, can you say the catchphrase and like stuff yeah. like that? Like how, is, how has that been with you? It's been I, – I, I don't know if I really – I, I just kind of went with it. It's mm-hmm. it's never really uh, it's never really like the first time it ever happened. Uh, it, it really did catch me off guard. And I'm like, what you reckon? Yeah. Like, because anytime I do a vi- a video where I have my face, people are like, oh, a face reveal. It's like, no, this is like the tenth video where this is. <laughs> I've been on camera, but yeah. okay, yeah. It's, so people mainly know the voice, and yeah, it was like it was really weird. Uh, like people saying, oh, wait a minute, are you Halo Cannon? I recognize your voice, man. It's like, yeah, really. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. I, Great to meet you. And yeah, it's, it's I it's the challenge with it with it whenever meeting somebody like that. It's just I I always want to feel like get the get the point across that yes I am very appreciative and I hope I don't sound like I'm or I I hope I don't like my. Like my great to meet you doesn't sound fake because I always worry that mm-hmm. it is because it, it it is great and it's like people might have that again I hate to use the word celebrity like that like meeting a meeting a. 
someone you look up to is like looking and meeting a fan of you, uh, your, one of your fans is it's kind of it's that same kind of feeling is meeting someone you admire. Mm-hmm. That, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, it's also like you have that like, overwhelming a- anxiety. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because it's almost like how how we sound behind a microphone is different than how we can sound yeah. to a complete stranger. Very much so. But I will say you sound exactly like alike from, you know, on the mic and off the mic. Cause you know, sometimes you meet people mm-hmm. who you only hear their voice and then you hear them in person. It's like, Oh, they kind of do something when they're talking. You were just like nine day. You're just like, Hey, what's up? I was like, Oh shit. There is no difference. Like it's real life. So it's cool. Like, and again, you are, you know, we sat there and we talked for a while. Like you're, you're nice in person. So, but it's, <laughs> I'm just, that's, how I get, that's how I get my victims in. <laughs> yeah. but You're no, nice in person, terrible when we started recording. Oh, yeah. But no, what I'm saying is like, you we're know, like, like it, six hours in and we're, and we're, yeah, we actually cut this down. We've actually been here for three days straight. He will not let us leave. It's interesting. <laughs> yeah, we've just slept in the studio a bunch. We're just, I haven't slept yet. It's nuts. <laughs> but no, it's like you are, you know, you're great guy. You're easy to talk to. So it's, it is odd if like there's ever that moment where people think, like they can't approach you because I'm I'm sure there are people that I saw you who are just like I don't want to talk to him like I, oh, I don't yeah. know how I, he's gonna react I, like I literally saw that uh, there was at least one guy with a bunch like he was hanging out with a bunch of cos of uh, cosplayers at Orlando and mm-hmm. um like I kept seeing him look over at me and then somebody who was sitting at that table that I knew very well um he's known as Warlock of Wires I think it is on Twitter uh. He do, he does a bunch of really cool stuff. He made that uh, if you've ever seen that like life size Sangheili that was at three four three. Yeah, the gold elite. Mm-hmm. But he made that so uh, like he like waves me over and it's like, hey, this guy wanted to meet you. And it's like, oh, so yeah. Like, so luckily for him, he, not to sound uh, what is it? What is it? Not to sound pompous, I guess. Yes, yeah, so something. <laughs> but, yeah, um, like yeah, it's like um, like you think of the, the dude invited me over because I might not have done so yeah well, like, it's, it, again it's like it's the same thing it's like i don't want to go bother this guy even if maybe he wants to be bothered yeah, yeah because people know it like yeah. you're like oh i want to say hi or i want to do this but one i don't want to be that fan that guy i don't yeah, be that I fan be that. and i i'm everyone has it in their like deep seat of their mind that yeah. they're not going to like me yes mm-hmm. like they're going to come off like oh hey yeah like i don't want to be bothered right now but yeah. for the most part like shoot your shot like go for it, because yeah. yeah. especially people who you, you admire. So even if it's something like I really admire your work, and it's like, hey, thank you so much. Like people, for the most part, are going to genuinely appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, hearing any feedback. I, I've 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 been on both sides of thinking of like I want to approach this person, but also not. Like even you know I was telling you about like when we went to the Arnold Expo yeah. a few years ago, I saw a guy who I had on my old podcast and. He was kind of less than thrilled to be on it by the end of the the episode because uh-huh. usually we would say like, "Yeah, we'd love to have you back on," and he was just like, "Okay, see ya." Like he just was like <laughs> ready to go. And I saw him standing there just talking to this guy that also he runs a company with, and like one other person. And at the time, like I looked up to this guy, like this was like my my powerlifting idol, and I was finally just like, "Nah, like I, I don't even like I kind of know like he probably won't be too responsive to this. Like I'm good." So it's like I can see, but then I've seen other people where I was like, holy shit, I got to get I got to get yeah. a photo with you. Like I need like, you know, you fangirl about uh-huh. it essentially. But so, yeah, it's like especially when it, it's odd that like a lot of people look at, say, like YouTubers when it's like we we are, you know, like you have a regular life. Like this is just something you do as a hobby. It is, you know, a source of income as well. Yeah. But it's like, you know, you're a regular human being. 
I promise you he's nice in person. Yeah, like the, the one YouTube type thing I've had with that is I've played Overwatch or played in a game of Overwatch with Lawrence from Funhouse. And it's oh, like, God. and it's like recognizing that, but like, I'm like, do I say I know you? Yeah. Do, do I, I call him out? Yeah. So do like yeah. swarms in? Hey, Lawrence, <laughs> I like your stuff. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> just, fans. yeah, it's like, what do I say? It's like, I just didn't say anything. I'm like, that's just kind of cool. Like, yeah. I happened to play a game with him, but like outside of that, like it's, yeah, you're right. It's just people like to hear like, Hey, like uh, you're cool. Like, I really appreciate the work that you do. Like you're awesome. Like, and most of the times, like, you know, people do want a picture mm-hmm. because that's just, the age we live in it didn't happen unless you got some pics mm-hmm. yeah. um sure it didn't happen exactly <laughs> so i think it's it's yeah it's it's weird living in microcosm celebrityness yeah it's yeah. like this odd like a- everyday person who's also a celebrity yeah, with yeah. The, and the internet and obviously with like having personalities and influencers and and stuff like that like it fully changed the realm of like movie stars and musicians were celebrities everyone else was someone else so but now it's kind of everyone has their own you know Mm -hmm. group yeah like when we went on vacation to arizona like my buddy brought like a literal instagram influencer and it's like you're just a regular person yeah it's just people it's just like there's nothing crazy about you you know like it's it's so bizarre like but i mean it works though and i think it's cool because you give people a reason to like get excited to go online and like I know like it, you know I see your videos pop up I'm like cool like I get excited when I see your videos and I know I'm I'm one of tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands why people subscribe to you so I think it's really cool that like people do use it you know for a way for other people to just have a good day essentially like okay awesome he has a new video I'm going to yeah. watch this my day's good yeah. like so but that's always that's always my favorite comment is like hey the it's like, oh, I stayed up late to watch this, or hey, I mm-hmm. was about to go to bed, but I'm going to watch this first. And, or like what you were saying, like, hey, oh, this just made my day a little better. It's like, oh, my God. Hell yeah. <laughs> this took That's, 12 hours yeah. to do. It that, better... that, that, that makes it worth it. The paycheck helps, but that makes it worth it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's the same thing we've got. I mean, I, I love seeing comments or like Discord users or Instagram users like, you know, I, I wait till your release time mm-hmm. and then I know it's coming and, and mm-hmm. I listen to it. And I'm like, That's. That's what we want. I mean, we started this just kind of on a whim, just because we wanted to kind of bring some content together. Yeah. And having people act like that's the first part, having people actually listen. Mm-hmm. That's the yeah. first step you got to do. Yeah. And having people actually do that or, you know, view content is, is really cool. So I know all of us just appreciate anyone who's done, you know, watch our stuff, given us some feedback, talk to us. Really cool. Yeah. Well, it's, again, it's like bouncing off what you said, just like anytime we have a new episode. You know, it, an announcement is made by one of the bots in our Discord, and if it's episodes two hours long, two hours later we have people who are just like almost on the dot, just like love this episode. Yeah, like it, it's like really cool to see. But yeah, so so what what are some of your favorite, I guess, video game franchises? Moving on, yeah. uh, beside Halo, Gears of War, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I made that clear earlier. Mass Effect for the most part, mainly the first two, obviously. Yeah, third one I wasn't hardcore hater on, but. Uh, it had its issues. <clears throat> oh, yeah, 100%. And then uh, the books were actually what killed that franchise for me. Funny. As you might have guessed, I was big into the books. And then uh, I can't remember the na- the title, but it was the one by William C. Diaz. I, I hate, like, name dropping like that, but it's it had a lot of lore problems that, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, from what I understand, they actually had to republish it. So I, wow. I, if, I, if I could ever find that, maybe I'll try and buy, find a, the reprint or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 
But, uh, Didn't that happen with the first three? Hey, that happened with the first three uh, Halo books as well. Well, they, they did, to, yeah, but it, like, but for not, but not like, like, yeah, yeah not yeah. because it was like, oh, this ruined everything. We had to redo it. It's kind of mm-hmm. like here's some corrections and updates. Yeah, yeah. plus a bunch of uh, extra content at the end. Which mm-hmm. are, oh, I absolutely mm-hmm. love Transformers War for Cybertron. And <laughs> I mean, oh, Cybertron. hell yeah, man! I'm a huge Transformers <laughs> fan. Ha. I hope you're not being sarcastic because no, I absolutely yeah, I, I love. I grew up on uh, Beast Wars as a kid, uh-huh. so uh, and, and Armada as well. Oh, Armada, my, dude, was the Armada, shit. yes, it, it, oh my god! All right, see uh, ya, Alex. <laughs> we're talking about tra- the no, look- no, no, no. I'm fine with that. Just play Transformers games. Yeah, I, yeah, the two that he, uh, he was talking about: the uh, War for Cybertron and Fall of Cybertron. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I see. <laughs> Never played them online, but I played the campaigns, and I, lo- I the love multiplayer those was was fun. I, I, I heard. <laughs> it's it, still the only person who played multiplayer. <laughs> you and the other guy. Yeah. I will say I'm a big fan of the uh, the original Modern War- Warfare trilogy. Mm-hmm. Again, primarily the first two, but I think the third one gets a little more flack than it probably deserves. It's not as good as the first two, but it's still pretty good. And I thought it was a satisfying conclusion to the story that mm-hmm. they had started. Mm-hmm. It's so bizarre when like people also think that there needs to be a divide between Call of Duty and Halo. Yeah. Like, they're like, oh, like, they're supposed to be, you know, Halo is the Call of Duty killer and Call of Duty is a Halo killer. It's like, we can do both. Yeah, like, it, like I, th- I think a lot of people generally forget, like, back in uh, the Halo 3 days, people were actively switching between those mm-hmm. games. Like, they, there I was. was uh, yeah, I would, like, I would go for weeks. I'd play, like, Halo 3 for a long time. And then I would say, okay, I'm bored of this game. I'd jump onto Modern Warfare, and that would be my game for the next few weeks after that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whenever I did that, of course, anytime I'd jump in, I'd hear, like, oh, God, guys, Halo 3 sucks so much. Ugh. And then, yeah, at the Halo 3, it's, oh, guys, Call of Duty f- sucks so much. Ugh. It's just weird. It's just a weird yeah. dichotomy of fan base that's kind mm-hmm. of like, this has to be the FPS that people play. Yeah. yeah it's, it's like, like this. I do, yeah. Like, how many, uh, there are a lot of good, bu- of like old bunchy updates where they talk about having like Modern Warfare 2 tournaments mm-hmm. in the office. Yeah. Like, the freaking, back when they were the they were the Halo developers, like, the Halo developers are playing Call of Duty. Get over your, your, your franchise yeah. rivalry. Yeah. yeah. You know what's a big thing is they always played Rock Band a lot. Yeah. Rock, they played oh, Rock Band all the, and granted, it's not competitive, but like, it's just oh, like, it always competitive. <laughs> Rock Band's competitive. No, I meant yeah. against Halo, but, um, oh, yeah. Just the idea that, I don't know, man. ODST, playing ODST with a rock band guitar that's, that's true <laughs> but yeah it that's really, the hardcore <laughs> Halo experience and and definitely like listening to that old podcast they talk fondly about a yeah. lot of other games bioshock fallout like those yeah. guys like it's it's even the other developers of these games look at those other games and they get excited about yeah. those well, other games they're they're game devs i mean that's the yeah. biggest thing is like you're playing other stuff that people make and it's one of the big reasons you got into is you like games you love yeah. playing yeah. it you see other people create it goes on like the same thing we talked about earlier about having competition, but not pushing his competition. Yeah. It's not mm-hmm. like a, it's not like a like a like a ball game. You're not competing two teams against each other and there's a winner. It's kind of like people make stuff. People adapt and grab from other genres. I mean, look at Fortnite taking basically what battle royales already were and be like, we're doing this now. Mine. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. So so it's stuff like that. So I, I think. I. I mean, we can kind of wrap that point up, but yeah, it's, it's just interesting to see why people divide games, but overall, just play what you want to play. Yeah. If you like, like it, you like it. And don't get married to one thing, because I mean, it's like, yeah, I think it, it it's it's Except video for Halo. games. Get married to Halo. Yeah, yeah. get married to Halo. <laughs> we can't talk about anything else. We're actually going to edit out everything. <laughs> every other, or There'll we're going to some weird gaps in there. <laughs> we're going to bleep out every other video game franchise that we just yeah. talked about. I've I've never read any 
books that are outside of Halo. So he said he liked a lot of Mass Effects and Gears of You've War. You've read oh, Halo yeah. books your entire life? Uh, video games. Sorry. video uh, Within video games. Oh, uh, I'm messing with you. Within video games. I've read like two other books, and they're both Transformer <laughs> books. <laughs> oh, I got to get into the Supernatural books, man. That's where the hardcore lore is at. So what else, like, within... like. You have Mass Effect and Gears War. What else? Brute within, Force. Within video game. <laughs> Brute Play Force that is a top no. book. Civilization. Mm-hmm. Number two is always my personal favorite, but Civ Five is pretty good. Bioshock. Funny enough, I did not care much for the first. I could never finish the first one. I love the second one, though. Mm. And, dude, Infinite is top one of my top tier games. Oh, my God. Okay. I liked Infinite a lot. Infinite, we can agree with. The other two, you're wrong, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Believe me, I, I know how wrong my opinion is. Two, two, I could not finish. Yeah, I I think I barely ever played two. I played the first one. I barely played two because my friend summarized the plot, and I was like, "This is uninteresting to me." So yeah. I'm just gonna move on. And Inf- Infinite was great. Mm-hmm. It's it actually just, funny because you were talking about Dark Tower earlier. Mm-hmm. The second I finished that game, I was like, "Are they very end of that game?" I was like, "Wow, this is giving me some hardcore Dark Tower mm-hmm. vibes." Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't, like I I definitely the ending was a little confusing as to how it linked with everything else for me. But that's just my feelings every time I play every video game ever. I'm like, I don't know what I just played. So I'm just going to move on from this. Except for Destiny. I was justified to say that at the end of Destiny. Yes. And be everyone, like, yeah. okay. And I like had Nobody to like, had any idea what was going on there. I don't think even the devs did. Even the devs were kind of like, wait. What did we do? We're, we're not doing more after that? Shouldn't Wasn't that like a halfway point? Yeah. But he's like, nope. That's it. <laughs> so so what, are you, like, what are your feelings on... Destiny overall. I know you've kind of said like you don't know if you could like even if you want to do a YouTube channel, you can devote so much time and you do give them money and you say you're kind of frustrated about it. Like what's what's your feelings <laughs> it's, on it's Destiny? A, it's it's like I, I feel like I uh I it's Destiny's just so weird with me. Like when it came out, I was a hardcore defender of it. So because I'll like credit where credit's due. The combat loop is amazing, but mm-hmm. he still has that that lockdown. As time went on, I got, you know, I kind of joined everyone else with, uh, got fed up with the story. I jumped on briefly again for House of Wolves and got pissed off when I found out, like, there was no new, no, really no new levels. It was just rehashed content mm. with, nif- with different, different, in quotes, enemies. And then, you know, I didn't play again until, like, almost Rise of Iron came out. And by that time, I, I kind of got excited again. But then Destiny 2 just kind of repeated the exact same issues that Destiny 1 had. And it's kind of been the exact same cycle, but it, it it's like I want to be interested in it. Like I said, I sat down and listened to four and a half hours of My Name is Bife because for one thing, he's got a fantastic <laughs> yeah. voice for narrating, but because I want to be interested in it. The, the lore there is really cool, but like all the business practices surrounding Destiny and the gameplay keep frustrating me. Mm-hmm. It's like I want to get into this lore, but I don't have the motivation to go find it. <laughs> Destiny 2 did have Nathan Fillion. So you gotta give him that. Yeah, I mean, sure. <laughs> I, I was excited when they decided to kill off Cade. I was one of the few. That yeah. Was like, yes, finally get 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 me a different character. Like I I loved what they did with him in Taken King, but then they leaned so hard into him, and it just got annoying. Like I and I say that as a big Nathan Fillion fan. Like Nathan mm-hmm. Fillion being in something will automatically make me interested mm-hmm. in it straight up. Yeah, but. My only other issue with Destiny is I kept trying to look for the Covenant or Master Chief and I couldn't find it. And I was like, "What is? Why am I playing this? And this isn't undo with Halo." Well, let me tell you about a little uh, little uh, group called Flash Gets. If anyone's familiar with that, I'm not. That was <laughs> uh, a they, joke they, for yeah, anyone who's going to uh, listen to this and be like, "What's this idiot talking about?" <laughs> no. Got to preface that. <laughs> no, there's actually a funny uh, 
little uh, what is it called? I, uh, flash animation by a group called Flash Gets uh, that you know basically calls out how similar Destiny and Halo are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like no, but we ha- we have pikes, they have ghosts, totally different. Yeah. We have <laughs> we have the fallen, they have the covenant. We have ghosts, not 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 those ghosts, and, and they have guilty spark. Yep. It's totally it's totally different, you guys. Yep. Yeah, I remember that was a lot of people's complaints. Like I like that first trailer you saw the with the, the ghost you call it, and yeah. then you saw three four three, and everyone was just like, "Come on!" Like I, that was the first thing everyone was pointing it out. But I, I mean, personally, when I played Destiny, it 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 didn't feel like Halo to me. I know a lot of people said it did, but I just I didn't get it. Like it, that vibe, I to didn't me, know. it felt like Halo in that. Like there were, there was uh, like that Halo DNA in in the same way mm-hmm. that there's kind of like a marathon DNA in Halo. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's it's still distinct in it, it in in a lot of ways. Like it's mainly the gunplay that feels like Halo, yes. like, or that you that feels uh, f- at least familiar mm-hmm. in how. And how the, just nice it is. I'm, I'm terrible at describing that. Yeah, kind of they, stuff, they, they took like but, that same feeling and combat system that yeah. made it feel good to fire like a BR or something, and then take that to Destiny. And you're like, okay, yeah. I felt the impact of you know shooting that weapon. Yeah. It felt comfortable. I guess that's the mm-hmm. way to say yeah. it. Yeah, I don't know. It definitely, if you, it, at, at surface or face value, like Destiny is like one of the more unique universes out there, even with artistically oh, and yeah. everything. Like it's it's really beautiful, and it's like I wish. I wasn't so turned off by the first one that I could at least like maybe play that's, the yeah. second one or like that's learn. basically like mm-hmm. I I am gonna watch that video of that Destiny Lord just so it's like I can learn more about yeah. that rather than having or to play the free version on Steam. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't have a game. Yeah, computer. get a computer. Yeah, I don't Nerd. have a game. I have this laptop. Guess right what? Here. Black Friday's coming up. It might not. Be, <laughs> it might not be. Uh, it might not be on Steam only. I don't. So don't quote me on that. But you could you'd find out. It's like Destiny New Light. Destiny doesn't have any books, do they? No. Or well. They have two, which are actually just printouts of like the the lore cards. Mm-hmm. To my knowledge, I, <laughs> I haven't. I, I own them, but I haven't read them. I know that some, like the very first one, had the all the. Um, was it the? It's either the Book of she- of Sorrows or the Book of the Books of Sorrow. I think it's the Books of Sorrow. Mm-hmm. It's like where's the S in that? That's <laughs> <Yeah>. always the <laughs> confusion. And that's like the complete backstory of the Hive that came out with Taken King. But um, I don't know if it actually contains any new lore. I haven't seen anybody review it, so. Yeah. And it, it kind of makes sense because I know that's one thing they struggled with was like, what is our backstory? Like, what little, do we have? Yeah. I mean, there doesn't – sometimes I don't – you know, you don't have to have a backstory always. Sometimes you can just get thrown into the middle no, of and, and the No, and that's what I mean. That's fine. But it was, it was the what's our plan for it. Uh, okay, if we're yeah. going to do a prequel yeah. – book yeah. or something like that what is our plan to build this up yeah because that was what was interesting about a lot of moba games especially like league of legends and stuff they had lore mm-hmm. but they've rewritten every character 17 times because it never fit into kind of what they yeah. wanted like, they i remember s- when that kda video came out i was decided to try and look up the 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 uh, league of legends lore and mm-hmm. like the wikis had nothing i'm like where the, where's all the lore and then i finally get on the forum it's like oh there there is none yeah there's yeah. There, there's none but they're like trying to build it because some characters from a certain area yeah. Some characters from here. These are certain types of creatures. But then it's like, yeah, we didn't write any of that. Oh, that doesn't make sense now. We don't have anything official yet. Pretty much. (laughs) We're shooting from it. Well, it's like even like Halo didn't have to, but they put out the fall of Reach just as like a little like, okay, this is what's happening thus far. And then it took off to where the fact that there are fans who are like so invested in the books. And it's like, we need, you know, we need a book to know what's happening before this game or something (laughs) like that. Like. And so I think it's interesting that some some universes do that, and some are just like, 
now we're just kind of at this point and you can just figure it out from there. I think that's too is what money's behind it. You have to True. figure Bungie when they started was just like we're doing it ourselves. We're just in this grungy office. We're just hanging out doing this. And then when Microsoft gets involved, they're like, we were doing this, but we're still crazy passionate. Let's do a book with it. Let's yes. do this. Uh-huh. Let's do that. Like the, the, in the right when the Xbox was launching, the, there's a Crimson Skies book. Mm-hmm. Like they were they were pumping out books for their for their launch titles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're trying to push that for pretty much everything. Because like yeah. I said, Brutal Force, I own that. Yep. Uh, Crimson Skies, Halo, Gears. A couple of the other properties they had some originals for as well to kind of either give a backstory or push you into kind of what the book or what the game's going to be about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean now we have Perfect Dark. I think had one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have we have twenty years of books now that it does make me think of like okay, they have all this lore established. Are they going to try to do a new story entirely after Infinite, or are they going to try to go back and use some characters from then? Like it's it's so open. Like I mean, it's exciting. That, that, to see. that game will never end. No, it's Infinite. <laughs> I mean, it is the start of the next ten years of Halo. That's mm-hmm. what they said. So that's that's going to be interesting to see how that's executed. It's on. the thing because like, like five, is five is like the cap, and that was yeah. like that, and now we're into here mm-hmm. yep. because they kind of like five was almost. If you think, if we're going to look back on five, probably five was the cap. That's like okay, we're ending this arc. Now here's the arc where like we may split like like we talked about earlier like cortana's now heading this she has some of these people you know some of these beings and stuff with her so is this the next 10 year thing we're going to work with is this yep. just going to be a fluke towards it is mm-hmm. she you know what are we looking at so i think that kind of brings us full circle which is pretty nice and just kind of where we're going to be mm-hmm. well, i think it's it's it kind of makes me think of recently i think i saw this on our twitter feed uh star wars creators were like you know, it's really hard to come up with new ideas for movies. And someone was just like, yeah, because Disney hacked 30 years of lore. Like, now mm-hmm. you have nothing to go off of, essentially. So it's like, in a situation where, like, 343 and Microsoft are fortunate they have all this lore, like, I think they can really start working with stuff or maybe even do, like, another Legends or put out, you know, more anthologies, stuff like that, to really build off of that. So that way, when they want to do a new game... ODST two or whatever, whatever they want to do, like it could be awesome. Anthology game. Just, just gonna say that anthology. Each, each. Uh, what do you think? Like Chronicles of mission. the Chronicles of the Arbiter. Each that, mission is a different Arbiter. That that's, would be cool. That's what I want. Where yeah. Were you, where were you for our games? We want to see episode. <laughs> yes, he's, I've been I, planning like that. Um, my own video on like games mm-hmm. I want to see video mm-hmm. for like years, and I need to like write that. Start writing that down at some point. <laughs> yeah, because it's it's great because it, it just gets you rolling with like what could be and like yeah. mm-hmm. what you can kind of use these properties for that aren't just cash grabs. It's kind of like this would be pretty cool, mm-hmm. and having such a large universe you can do spinoffs in either non-canonical or canonical in a certain area mm-hmm. well because it yeah. makes me think like i think i want to say that wars was probably just a cash grab because i don't know there was a kind of a demand for it but you know the fact that they haven't released really sales or anything like that and they're cutting support kind of dictates it wasn't you know what everyone really wanted but then you know then again people did love it but it's like i think like Hopefully they sit down and say this next spinoff game, like, let's look at what people really want. As I said, like we talked about, like one of the biggest ones, the first, the I think the first two that everyone always talks about is ODST 2 and a flood horror survival game. Like those yeah. are the big two everyone wants. And it's almost like unifying, like I'd play that. Like I wouldn't be against that, but I, I don't think if they ever did an ODST 2, they'll capture that same feel like ever. No, probably not. Well, because it's like, especially like you don't have 
Marty writing that soundtrack. You don't have Joe writing it. Well, it, it, it wouldn't be have the original team anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like if you were to make a, an actual sequel to that game right now, it would be they would be Spartans. You mm-hmm. would be Halo by any other name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it really would be. And and the thing is, you wouldn't have the surprise. Yeah, you wouldn't have that. Like, oh, you're not T. Oh, and like you have a couple of different quirks, and like you're squishy. Like, just so you know, <laughs> but like even like stuff like firefight and things were introduced, and, like it became oh, a whole other thing. Like it, so, will we have it? Probably not. But like, will we have something else that's different, or like a Spartan trainer, or you know, like make your own Spartan Destiny esque type yeah, thing? I would love that, like a, a Halo RPG where yeah. you, like you build your own Spartan Four and you can go on missions and, do, and mm-hmm. you know meet up with other Spartan Fours, uh, like in something of a almost like a live world or maybe something more like Mass Effect 3's multiplayer where you just kind of all went in with your own custom yeah. characters mm-hmm. and did missions and shit. I don't know if, if if 343 will ever do a Halo RPG because I know one reason why Frank O'Connor never went to Bungie to work on Destiny is because Destiny was going to be an RPG and he was just like, that's not my thing. I don't want to do that. So like, yeah. who knows? Maybe, t- maybe times have changed, but he said that's, he said RPGs are not his thing. That's why he n- never entertained Destiny. I mean, but the thing is like, you can do it anyway. If you want to do it massive, do it. If not, you can do something like Fallen Order or something that could be interesting that plays you through this as like a different character that you can kind of level up, yep. work with. I still want my Insurrectionist game I still oh, want to. Yeah. I still mm-hmm. want to show the terrible side of Oni and the Spartan program and everything else that went on. That kind of just wiped these people that are just trying to survive out. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where that's what I want. That would be like Modern Warfare meets Halo. Like that's what I would think of. Like kind of those darker sides of things. Kind of like Half Life. Half Life Two, honestly. Ooh, yeah, that too. More of that, where you're kind of like working the other side of it, trying to liberate, you know, and and still being oppressed. I think that's kind of where I would see that. Yeah, and and so we're coming up on some time here. We're having a good time. We're having a pleasant time. So I just want to kind of, you know, I'm wrap glad this. You guys are. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, so we're thinking so. Um, so I just kind of want to wrap this up. Um, just you know, kind of clean, concise for you. You know, you've done crazy well so far. Like we've said, we listed like the stats. It's it's awesome just for like this pet project that you started that was just passion that's continued to grow with you. Um, you know, coming up, you know, what what are your plans as as you know, with the start of the new year in 2020, what are you looking forward to? Um, one, and then kind of like what what's your kind of main goals for the year? Mainly right now the stuff I'm looking at is like with all the games coming to MCC, obviously I started doing the MCC mm-hmm. Primer series, starting with Reach. And once that comes out, move on to other games. There's a lot of subjects with each of these games that I really want. I'm looking forward to covering. Like, uh, I want to do another timeline, the complete uh, Installation Zero Four Battle of Installation Zero Four mm-hmm. timeline, combining mm-hmm. the Halo CE, Halo the Flood, and Fireteam Raven all in this all together. That'd then, be awesome. Yes, and then. Um, you know, like hey, when you get to Halo Two, I want to talk about I Love Bees. I have had a script for I Love Bees. Like that, back when there were when Halo Two Anniversary was just rumors. I started a script for uh, analyzing I Love Bees, and then H Two A was announced, mm-hmm. and I just stopped it. <laughs> so, but <laughs> I like, want to uh, I want to go back no. to that. Yeah, I, I don't know why I stopped because I, I I love I Love Bees. I love talking about it, but I think I think it was just I got sidetracked uh, by sure. the announcement. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, good excuse to go back and revisit that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and once then, it, it starts coming. Because, yeah, it's yeah. like, especially because it's like it even helps your channel because, like, mm-hmm. all this popular stuff is happening. So, you know, you post a Halo Reach video and people are going to see it and want to click exactly. on it because it's piqued their interest. So I think it's a it's a great time to be a content creator for Halo. Oh, so, yeah. Because all this stuff is going on. Yeah. 
It's basically like a, it's almost like a redux on the original release, the original yeah. release of these games, mm-hmm. and uh, a new chance to to get in there. And like, especially if uh, just bring this back to something you were talking about earlier. Uh, if you want to be a want to get started on Halo content creation, now is probably one of the best times in years, mm-hmm. especially with Infinite coming out next year, because. Yeah. Just gotta get your get your hands on an early copy, and you'll be the <laughs> most popular YouTube oh, yeah. channel. So, so uh, make sure that you're based in France. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess you know that you know we're we're wrapping up. You know, is is there any other like just big like what what's like a, a huge shooting for the stars goal that you have for your YouTube channel? Like, is there like a, a play count you want to get to or anything like that or subscriber counts? Like what what's like one big thing that you have a vision for right now for your YouTube channel? Really the only big thing I is that like complete Halo history timeline mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I told you about earlier. Cause uh, like the fact that my channel has grown as much as it is, the fact that I apparently have influence and whatnot that is already much more than I ever thought this would be mm-hmm. when I started. Definitely. And yeah, like, like most days, most days I just go to work and then come home and do YouTube. So like, it, it's, it's still kind of, it's still very much a hobby, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, but it's definitely a, it pays, yeah, you know, it, it pays, pays and helps. <laughs> and, and the fact that it also just, it's again, it's cool that you have people that walk up and are like, say the thing, say, yeah, the, thing. say the thing, take a photo with me. You know, it's just yeah. like it's it. That's such a cool yeah. feeling, and it's you know, it's awesome that came from a hobby. Yeah, but yeah. So, so thank you for coming on the show, coming down thank to you St. For Louis. Me. Yeah, he he came down to St. Louis, by the way, just so everyone knows. It's like it was really cool. Yeah. So he came down here. We got some brunch and just hung out for a little bit. So it's it's been a good day. Thanks for Amen. coming. So you know, where you know, for the three people that are going to hear this that don't know who you are, where can they find you on social? What's the name of your channel? All all that jazz. You can find me at, on YouTube at Halo Cannon, uh, C-A-N-O-N, and on Twitter at Toa, T-O-A underscore Freak, and of course, Halo Cannon, one word, on uh, Facebook. Yeah, perfect. All right. Well, with that, I'm your host, Jesse Reiners. And I'm your host, Alex Kendall. And thank you for tuning in to Finish the Fight, a Halo podcast. I think we're just getting started.